millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So you pretty much flow with the goal. fight let's fight right now i guarantee you man you wake up on the ditch let's do it thank you hickson okay we've been doing a lot of afl content with the season about to start so we've got a little special for our brazilian jiu-jitsu and mixed martial arts fans as we go balls deep with new perkins jiu-jitsu black belt liam mccray we also have another gambling podcast currently being edited so a few different things in the works but without further ado Bowls deep with Liam McRae. All right, so we thought we'd have to sit down with another black belt, the, the youngest black belt we've ever had on the show. How are we doing, Liam? Yeah, I'm pretty good. How are you guys? Um, all good. All good. All good. Um, so we'll start right from the top then. How, how did it feel with the black belt? You, you were expecting it or feeling it to come along? Uh, no, not really, to be honest. Because um, you've got to say that, don't you? you got to say uh, 100%. You You're never ready. And uh, look, to be honest, that probably is true. Uh, yeah, massive surprise and... I guess just like when you get any other belt, you've got that expectation uh, on yourself to just keep getting better and am I really ready and you're always doubting yourself on all those things. So no, I was really surprised, really shocked and yeah, I just want to keep You keep say that, but, but it's not like any other belt, is it? Because I mean, anybody walking down the street who knows nothing about martial arts mm. knows what a black belt means. Well, yeah. it's a great responsibility too. I mean, no... Some people can't handle that responsibility. Like Michael Hutchins, the black belt, did him in. <laughs> I still remember, like ages ago, when we lived in Adelaide, you could just you could count the amount of black belts in Australia on two hands, more or less. Yeah. Like, oh. and everyone knew who they were. That was probably early two, like two thousand one, two thousand two. Yeah. I think there was years ago. maybe yeah. four that I can remember. Yeah, but it was very well known of who the black belts were. Then all of a sudden, with the explosion of. Um, well, BJJ here. Yeah, now they give so, everyone a black belt. So you say all of a sudden, 15 years later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the internet, the internet. Yeah. eBay, eBay. <laughs> Cheap deal. Online Academy. <laughs> but you must have been absolutely psyched, surely. Oh, yeah. Look, I was really pumped, and it was great to get some recognition of all the years and, and stuff you put in. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of pressure, you know, because everyone, like you say, they all recognize a black yeah. belt. That's as high as it gets. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, so I felt like a lot of pressure to, you know, live up to it. And, you know, it's like a big... Uh, a big step forward and you just want to be able to live up to the to the, the reputation that a black belt the has. Mystique so. behind the mystique behind <laughs> it. <laughs> how long so. did it take? How many years from uh, beginning to now? It was about nine, almost ten. Yeah. Uh, but in the beginning, to be honest, the first like six months, I was only training once a week. I was... Yep. I'm a nerd, basically. I spent all my time at university. So, yeah. uh, Jiu-Jitsu is full of nerds and weirdos. Yeah, I think it's really good. Well, that's probably yeah. why I clicked yeah. with it. You yeah. just have to look at uh, all the kit you can get, and everything's got bloody dragons or hobbits or Star Wars yeah. or something Superhero stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy which is awesome. I love it. It has that problem-solving element to it, which I think mm. is appealing for people with that sort of um, interest mindset. You know, mindset yeah. Yeah. Well, the human chess element that doesn't involve punching people in the face. Well, mostly, unless you feel like it. 
Yeah. <laughs> and also, you know, you can beat up the meatheads that give you shit at school. So. Yeah. so was it at uni where you got interested in jitsu? Yeah, yeah. Well, to be honest, I had this friend of mine, uh, Stuart, and we like thought oh, we should, you know get into some kind of martial art because we'd been watching Pride at the time. Yep. <laughs> uh, I wasn't even aware of the USC. Uh, and then I started, you know, looking around. Oh, my gosh, these guys are rolling around. Uh, I should definitely get into something like that. And, yeah, you know, we took a couple of classes and haven't looked back, really. So that so. would have been post-Hicks on Pride. Yeah, yeah. So, so it wasn't super Sakuraba. early days. Yeah, it was Sakuraba and... Uh, and BJ Penn in there fighting Machida. Was it in Pride? A little bit. Yeah, it was. A little oh, bit yeah. later, I think. Yeah. But... Yeah, Sakuraba and Cam... Oh, Cam Newton? Yeah. No, it's oh, not no, Cam, Cam Newton. He's, he's the fucking... Carlos Newton? Carlos Newton. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah. awesome fight. That fight. I don't know how many times I saw that. Just having to replay. What the fuck happened there? Bang. Yeah, I had bang, no idea. Bang, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, start, so, straight to jiu-jitsu. No... Oh, look, I tossed else. up judo, but I was like... Uh, boom, boom. Really? Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Zing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, what what I uh, thought was, uh, where's the closest place? Which happened to be... That is such a BJJ attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. happened to be a, a, an old scout hall in Mitcham. It was a Ground Zero, which is where Dion yep. was at and Brian and a bunch of other guys, Petey and stuff. And uh, yeah, I went there and it was pretty nasty like conditions, really. It was just like those really nasty the puzzle mats. Authentic. And, yeah. Authentic. Best. And uh, there was like this tap that you'd put on. And I, called it, I called it mineral water because you could taste <laughs> all this heavy metal water coming out of it. Anyway, it was a good place to train. And, and the head coach there was Rob, Rob Williams at the time. And uh, yeah, look, it was a good place to start. And it was a good, good core group of people that have actually come... Um, like a long way. So there's Dion that's a black belt, yep. Brian that's Brian. a black belt, Petey that's a black belt. Uh, there's another guy, Crazy John. I don't know whether you guys know Crazy John. He's crazy. I want to meet him. Uh, <laughs> I, had his, I had his phone. <laughs> <laughs> crazy John, yeah. You've seen him, he sells mobiles. Um, he used to. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, so there's a, there's a bunch of people that made it. And uh, yeah, so it was a good core group of people. That It's, it's funny because you say Brian. I think everyone in the jiu-jitsu in Melbourne knows who Brian is. But only, I've only ever known Brian as a black belt. Yeah, hmm, right, yeah. So. When I first met him, he was a, he was a purple belt, and right. he had like this long hair, and I called him like a like a Jesus character. Yeah. I'd never seen someone with such a high belt before. <laughs> so at the time I started, there was there was Rob who was a brown belt, but he never rolled with anyone. But <laughs> but basically Brian did roll. Right. So I was like, oh my god, I get to roll with a purple belt. Yeah. This is yeah. like some godlike figure with the long Jesus hair and a bit of a beard. <laughs> and of course, he just tooled everyone. But it well, was great. It was great. I mean, to, the very first place I started in or in about 2000 was run by a purple belt. Mm. And then the other place I went to was a Hapkido black belt who was yeah. a white belt in jiu-jitsu. And yeah. the jiu-jitsu classes were all white belts. Yeah. But um, yeah, you, it's like you're saying, there just weren't that many high belts around. Now, any fucker, eh? That's oh. right. Look, they just hand them out like candy. <laughs> where, where we started, Brent, it was in the, the back of an old converter garage. Yeah. The front car park had a broken down car there for about six months that was yeah. being pulled to pieces by the next door garage. Yeah. And it was taught by a blue belt, Sean. An amazing guy. And I remember some nights where he'd just have you know open training and just roll until you felt like going home. Yeah. And it'd be midnight and you're just leg, feet dragging off the mats. Yeah. I remember... Uh, Dion was there as a white belt and uh, just going for hours and then they go out and get smashed and go to Cafe de Villiers. Yeah. Um, 
was in Theoden, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Th- those boys, they love to party. Yeah, but I just love the old school dojos where it was literally uh, a garage. You still had, you still smell the oil on the, on the cement underneath the mats. And um, it just had some faded painted Brazilian flag out the front on this old sign. And that was it. There was no signage yeah. anything like that. You just knew that was a place to you go. Occasionally they'd open up the, the big garage doors, let the mats air out. Yeah. I don't know how people didn't get staff more often, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I had staff once. It's not good. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah. I've had so, ringworm, but that's it. Uh, yeah, I know. We, we talk about the old school times. What, what other changes have you noticed since you started compared to where it is now? What, like in terms of like technique or just overall jiu-jitsu? I think, it, look, it's more accessible. There's a lot more places to go, which is like really nice. good. Yeah. Um, you can go online. I mean, the internet's changed jiu-jitsu, like uh, all the, the videos you can go and watch and whatever else. Um, but I think also the techniques, a lot of people say, oh, there's nothing new under the sun, which is true to an extent. But I think jiu-jitsu has, like, it's, jiu-jitsu's changed, you know. There's a lot more emphasis on... Like standing passing, like when I started the standing passing, yeah. what is that? You got to pass on your knees. Yeah, you, you get on those knees. That sounds really bad, but you get on those knees, <laughs> you pass. <laughs> but but now it's uh, yeah. There's so many different uh, techniques and, and everything. So I think jujitsu's uh, with more people doing it. There's way more techniques out there, and I think well, it's really good. You're right. Like the, like the internet with the extra techniques you can see through YouTube yeah. and stuff like that. I remember um, Penn Gillette talking about juggling. And he said, juggling's come along leaps and bounds in the last six years just because of the internet. Mm. It's not yeah. because people are you know, um, inventing these new tricks. It's just that they can see it's possible because somebody yeah. else is doing it already. Yeah, well, when I started, there was only one way to get a new technique, yeah. and that was to have the coach like, show yeah. it to you. Yeah. Well, but now, like... And then DVDs. Yeah, well, DVDs then, changed things as well. It would have been yeah. pretty much gear only back then too, wouldn't it? it well, <clears throat> at my club, it was gear only, yeah. So mm. With no every, gear, you've had a lot more wrestlers come in and uh, you get a lot more crossover between wrestling and 100% yeah I think it's become a lot more popular too no gi Hmm. Um, and I think schools are a little more open to allowing no gi like when it started it was a lot more traditional like you've got to put the gi on Uh, but now there's no gi classes there's no gi schools that only do no gi I I was just trying to think I can't think of any gi only schools I mean every gi school does no gi but there are no gi only schools yeah you're right right. who doesn't want to get dressed up in lycra you know, head to toe. Well, look, people could only do it on bicycle. Now you can do it on a mat. I mean, yeah, yeah, so. and and there's well less risk of getting your testes ripped off. And I've got a reason to wear my yoga pants now too. <laughs> your yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Lululemon make them for men. But. So you said you started off slow. You only did you know one once a week and a sort yeah. of um, it, just because you're watching Pride. So what was there a turning point where you're like, okay, I, I want to do this more. Um, yeah, look, it happened pretty quickly, like after this, like maybe like six months or something yeah. of just only doing the the one day a week. Um, I upped it to two days a week, <laughs> which was a lot. Double the effort. Uh, in fact, I think there were only, I think, I think the class was only, uh, sorry, the school was only open three days a week. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I was doing it a maximum effort almost there. <laughs> For a uni student. Days. Yeah. So, uh, and then... Look, uh, the, I won't go through the, I the whole history. I was two days a week at uni. That's, yeah, look, <laughs> when I say I studied a lot, I didn't really study that much. I could have studied more. Uh, there was a lot of time on the on the computer playing games. <laughs> but uh, look, so yeah, I, I upped it to two days a week. And then the school went through some changes. It, it moved around, coaches left, things yep, like that. Yep. And then I, I wound up with Dion. Uh, you know, he, was, he left and then we joined back up again. And yeah, so uh, I was 
training just under Brian for a period. But all through that time, after that, you know, after that initial six months where I was only doing one class, there afterwards it was like you know two or three times a week minimum, um, sometimes more. Like as I, as I just got sucked deeper into the yeah. hole of jujitsu. Yeah, it was. You just got sucked deeper. Yeah, into I just it. got it's sucked just, into it. Yeah, um, and I, I didn't really look. I didn't up until that time. I hadn't really been good at anything else. And I'm not even that good at jiu-jitsu, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm just all right at it. But, like, I tried all the other traditional Australian sports, like footy, cricket, uh, you know, all the other ones. Tennis sucked. Sucked at all, <laughs> all of those. I was like, wow, I can actually kind of do this. Yeah. Yeah, I'll dedicate some yep. time to this. So, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's, there's nothing like, you know, when you actually find out that it, it works with you to, to get Yeah, that's right. I found that, like, you know, things started to click. It was really good to, like... Obviously, at the start of jiu-jitsu, a lot of people, you know, you're just getting smashed a lot. And uh, it's good. You can see some real gains. You can yep. you know, defend yourself a bit more. It's like, wow, this stuff actually does work. The coach is telling me these things and, my gosh, it works. That's a good, that's a good feeling. So, yeah. you got a, you got a little bit of collie. Yeah. Do people notice that at work or do you have to point it out to them first? Uh, go, check I, this shit. I, I don't think people noticed. It was a couple of, a couple of people have noticed. It was one funny, <laughs> yeah. I was at, uh, real, at the tail end of my, my university career and this, this, you know, the dreaded team up with someone else. You get oh, yeah. join the group assignment. work, group assignment. Oh, yeah. group assignment. So this sleazebag had just essentially just pawned off the whole thing on me and then we get to this moot situation. So yep. it was like a mock um, court thing that we had to run and I'd prepared his thing and everything and he gets there and he's like looking at one side of my face with this giant ear he's like oh, do you do boxing or something he's like oh I'm really sorry that I didn't do enough work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yeah don't not, worry about it man let's just read ne- yeah you're not <laughs> just read this thing we'll make it through it but look for the most part no, most people don't really don't really say anything so it's not shut them other than my shut. wife my wife is not happy about Collie, as she calls that ear, she does not like that ear at all. Well, just maybe even it up, like the other, that pass the other way. Strict instructions to keep the other one <laughs> well, kind I mean, of good. I had the smallest amount of cauliflower ever. It was yeah. like barely two millimeters, and I swear my wife was like, "No," nah. like, she was shocked. Was like, yeah, yeah, nah, that's, that's, that's gonna stop. stop. Did, did she drain it for you? How could you? You couldn't get a needle into that. It go through. I'd be piercing my ear rather than. Well, there you go. That'll that's a solution. I mean, you can't wear your black belt everywhere, so your cauliflower ears is like validation that you know what you're doing. <laughs> well, maybe you could get it tattooed. Just a little black belt with a red tip insignia on the collie. I, I, I think we'll do that. Uh, I guarantee you, I, if we Googled that, I can find somebody. Someone's done, yeah. Someone's done it. But it is something like if you, uh, you know, when you roll on the mats and somebody, you go, all right, you got it takes 30 seconds so you can figure out if they know what they're doing or not. Yeah. But yeah. if they've got the cauliflower ears, oh. it's about five seconds. If someone yeah. turns up with the collie, and they're like, oh, haven't done jiu-jitsu before. I'm like, yeah, but you're a fucking wrestler. I'll guarantee that. <laughs> yeah, done something. <laughs> that, or a rugby player or something. Or rug- yeah, so yeah, at, like, fuck with them. at worst, yeah. a rugby player. Yeah. Rugby players get some nasty ears. Yeah, I'm surprised that like the... Nasty anuses too with Hoppa White out there. Hoppa White. Clean ones. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's doing the cleaning. Um, you don't see the, the ear guards that often in um, jiu-jitsu, which is it's surprising because I think there is that pride more. I know they're not comp legal anyway. Yeah, I wonder why they're not comp legal. I don't know. Maybe you can grab them or something, but well, I, I, like I don't get arm. it. I, I don't know why. And it's also like cups as well. Like I'm not, I'm not sure you can wear a cup. No, you can't. Really? Because yeah. you use it as a fulcrum for arm bars. That's yeah. the. I can understand excuse. why maybe the cup, but um, surely like headgear, like 
It be, should be. I, I don't. I don't get the advantage. I don't. I don't know what advantage you get out of using headgear. Well, I think or if you're doing like a, a pass or a head arm or something, the hard cups could maybe grind into the other person's temples. Or maybe. Who knows? Yeah, it, maybe, I, I suppose it's, it's kind of like doing the chin in the eye socket sort of uh, maneuver. Yeah. Well, if you can wear it in like uh, like wrestling, wrestling. like mm. in the but they wear States cups too, collegiate they? wrestling, I think they wear cups too. But I guess they're not doing arm bars, so I can maybe see the point with the arm bars. But... Yeah. Although I swear your nuts tend to toughen up because I haven't got a, a whack in the nards for a while. Then I haven't been rolling with Cornelius. He hasn't grabbed anything. <laughs> no better way to learn than a whack in the nuts. Yeah. Yeah. No, you soon... real quick. <laughs> yeah, you soon learn to. Somehow to they guard. just disappear. Because you, you used to rock the headgear for a little while. I did, yeah. Trying to, I was trying to keep one one ear. <laughs> and then just went, no, nah, fuck it. <laughs> no, nah, I, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. Plus, my other ear is so big that it starts to rub on the inside of the, <laughs> of the, <laughs> of the thing anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm sure maybe I could get like a custom one that has like a bigger a bigger you know, cup over yeah. the years, so it sorts or just it out. But... Go chopper style and get rid of it and then add them on later when you need them again. Yeah, nice. Good. Chopper look. Good chopper. So back in the day, they even had the rules where you had to be clean shaven because you'd grow a bit yes. of stubble and just really? rub it in someone's no, You oh. could be clean or shaven or full beard, but not in between. Yeah. Because it's like one of those uh, sort of, not a cheap move, but one of those frowned upon, like toe stomping in the UFC or something, where you just rub your stubble across their eye sockets or across their mm. forehead. And just enough to get you to react to it. I agree with that one because I can't really grow a proper beard. They should ban that. Definitely ban that. No, no beards. Yeah, until the ADCC started up, and they're like, "All right, beards are." Here. I guess I can't see the Brazilians. Yeah, uh, so someone told Gabby Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny how she had that whole glamour uh, photography part where she's yeah. you know shredded down and doing put lipstick on and everything and everyone's gone okay that's less like Wanderlei Silver in a dress she looked half alright yeah. yeah but then she came out for a fight and all of a sudden it's like fight oh yeah that's old Gabby and then she started throwing her arms and legs in all different directions and like what the fuck is she doing it's like, it was like player A just mashed buttons yep. yeah <laughs> yeah did she, did she have a like, a pro fight I didn't even realize yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a Turkish pro wrestler it, woman it, it, rise, she was rising Islander. in Japan she was an Islander yeah it was I don't think it was Turkish yeah. oh Tongan or something, yeah, like, that. something like that yeah that sounds right you almost um, knocked her out too wasn't the worst crossover to MMA mm-hmm. that I've seen because during the week I happened to watch um, you know the wrestler Dave Batista yeah oh, you should yeah. see his, he had one MMA fight and he yeah. won it against a guy that I'm very happy to say I could uh, I'd win when it, if, it came to, if it came to oh, a catwalk Bob Sapp no no I mean if it came to a catwalk oh. like um, Roy Nelson would look at him and go mate drop a few pounds Taki <laughs> um, Bono was fighting Sapp and he was uh, he was handling Batista for a while until you know he's he lost his second wind at the three minute mark. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. But it wasn't it wasn't pretty at all. Not good. No. Um, which makes me think that Sam Punk's going to put on a better show than Dave Batista did. Well, if guaranteed. Bobby Lashley's been doing all right. Yeah, because he's a fucking wrestler. He, yeah, he's fighting you know nobodies pretty much in the lower leagues. But you know instead of jumping in at the top, he's gone in the bottom and done okay. Mm. Yeah, well, he probably didn't have as many followers as CM Punk. Because I think UFC pretty much got him just for market share. So they, well, Of course, yeah. why not? Yeah. You sit, sit on him and that yeah. way Bellator don't get all the extra... Um, don't get all the superstars like yeah. Chris Lieben. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually love Chris Lieben. Mayhem Miller. 
He's coming out of retirement. Oh, He's coming oh, out of retirement. Yeah. Jesus that, Christ. That, I don't know what happened to that boy. He was going on a fantastic track and then something just went sideways. He's gone, fuck that. I heard, I heard he's in trouble again. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't have the full story, but uh, I was reading online that, yeah, he's already. Yeah, I do remember that. I can't remember what it was. careful the, of you. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was something really stupid too, but I can't remember what it was. But I think he's always been on that, he's had that weird edge to him. His he's always been a little bit mayhem. weird. Mayhem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, looks like he just. He finally stepped over the line and there was nobody there to bring him back. Yeah, he's like a real-life South Park character or something. Yeah, I could see that. Um, so you still follow the fight game, obviously. Yeah, look, I, I used to really be into it. Like, yeah. I used to, you know, watch as many UFCs as I could and all those things. But, you know, as I've, uh, you know, time progresses, you, you get less time for things. You've got to cut the fat from somewhere and UFC cuff, you know, cut it a bit. So I haven't been watching it as much. Uh, but I try and keep my finger on the pulse yeah. a little bit, yeah. Especially with so many cards these days, it's pretty hard to keep up. And even if you're trying to keep up, it gets a bit um, monotonous uh, watching all the nobodies. And it takes sort of a, a special card to get me really excited about yeah. it now. Like I'll keep up to date and usually if it's a card that's not that exciting, I'll follow on a live blog or something or watch the highlights after the fact or something. It's, the timing's hard too. Because like yeah. you're saying, yeah. you've got to get up yeah. early on a Sunday morning yeah. um, to watch the big cards. Um, no, I agree. I usually follow the... Uh, follow them on an online blog. I think that's just the way yeah. I get yeah. to access that. Uh, well, I've said before, I'll often get up early for the Invicta fights. Yeah. Uh, just because women's MMA is only just progressing past that point um, that UFC had with the Gracie era. Yeah. Where women are starting to be multi, uh, multi-disciplined. But they still just go hell for leather. Like, guys tend to sort of get in, sort of shape up, work the jab, work distances, and sort of figure out, all right, where am I going to go from here? Girls just get in and go, fuck this, I'm banging. Yeah. <laughs> and they just go flat chat. Whether they want to get takedowns, they want to get knockouts, they just, it's 100% effort from the first second, which is brilliant to watch. Um, yeah, I haven't seen much of the Invicta stuff, but when they come across, you know, UFC bought them, and obviously they, they didn't buy Invicta, they bought Rousey. Yeah, um, or Strike Force and yeah, yeah. the rest of it. But they do own Invicta now, don't they? Uh, no, Invicta's still yeah. separate. But, still separate. Um, just... Invicta's selling off weight categories to them yeah. a piece at a time. Yeah, yeah I thought the USC yeah. like wholesale bought like quite a lot of. Their, well, back when they had the Rousey Tate um, uh, tough, that's yeah. when all the girls came across the yeah, yeah, Namajunas exactly. Beck. What's did, her face? Did they do Astral a? What is it where they go into the house? The Ultimate yeah. Fighter? Oh, is, that when they, is that when they sourced a lot of the... Yeah. 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 So they didn't buy the brand, but they bought the talent. Yeah. yeah. But they always had a... I don't know if it's affiliation or if they own it or whatever, but that was always sort of like under their wing kind of thing where mm-hmm. it was in their both both their interests for UFC to promote them if the UFC yeah. was going to have a strong yeah. women's Well, uh, that division. was the, the goal of Shannon Knapp, the girl that uh, started Invicta. She yeah. wanted to move girls MMA into the big time. Yeah. And the UFC is the big time. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. That, the highest paid martial arts uh, you know belt in the world so her goal was always for that to happen and she just wanted to sort of get that narrow end of the wedge in and then eventually she's trying to get more weight categories through yeah and uh, they, they yeah. are getting some exciting fighters through there as well it's just a shame that they can't get Cyborg in a reasonable weight so they can bring her in the UFC and mm. try and smash people because it it's pretty much the only big women's fight out there at the moment yeah. would well, be or the, the rematch the rematch, yeah, even that's not terribly exciting for well, me, to be honest. Yeah. Well, Cyborg and Karan. It's still huge. Yeah, Cyborg yeah. and Karan. <laughs> the rematch, yeah. yeah. Did you uh, compete much in your jiu-jitsu career? I did, I did it early on. Uh, you know, I went to... At that time, you could do 
the Victorian State Championships or the Pan Pacific Championships. They were the two. And you could also do the Oz Cup. Uh, and I just did the Vix and uh, the Pan Packs. Never did well. Never did. I got a couple of bronze medals sitting yeah. around somewhere. Bronze um, medals is no small thing. Well, sometimes it's a small thing. If you just uh, lose <laughs> one straight on the podium, bang, bang. In a three-person division. Yeah. <laughs> Lost every fight, still got a medal. Uh, yeah, look. I, it's a result. Yeah, I never, I never did all that well at, at competing. And now, uh, look, I'd like to compete as a black belt, but... Uh, just I, once to say you Yeah, did. that's right. To say, say, you know, I don't know. But I, I got a few niggling little injuries here and there, but I, I still think I can, I can get up and, and do it. The problem yeah. with black belt is that at lower belts, you can sort of enter the master's division and it's just the old dudes who are like, well, I've got to work Monday, I'll chill. <laughs> but in the black belt division, the old dudes have been doing it since they were fucking four and they've had 40 years of yeah. uh, martial arts experience and they're still fucking lethal. Maybe another big change for jiu-jitsu is the professionalism. So when I started, if you train two times a week, that was enough to yeah. Get, yeah. get you the gold medal. Now you're doing like two a days uh, yeah. and people are making money off jiu-jitsu and people, that's their job. Uh, so I think that's brought, that's a good thing. I mean, that means that, um, you know, jiu-jitsu progressing more, but for the casual kind of guy like me, you know, it, it's hard to, there's, it's there's hard to no that. part-time Australian champions anymore. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah the, people that are, you know, Cross training, even just for their jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe it. You go into you know white belt tournaments and stuff like that, and people are cutting weight. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, this is yeah, a white belt tournament, <laughs> and yeah. I was thirty kilos above the maximum weight. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> didn't bother me. <laughs> just you and Mark Hunt. <laughs> well, I, I do remember my first tournament. They had a weigh in, and I just went super heavy. And they went, oh, you got a weigh in? I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> just that one. Yep, good. Cheers, love. I remember that bracket because there was a, a Tongan lad. Oh, I forgot his name. Uh, I know you're talking about. Maka. Maka, a massive unit. But uh, like all the, the big Tongan lethal dudes, nicest guy. T- too nice. Yeah. Horribly just, nice. He'd get in there, smash the shit out of anyone, and then afterwards, oh, how you going? Just the high-pitched, friendly voice, and you know, he'd smack you into a, about 18 sushi rolls. But yeah, good bloke. Um, is uh, we've got some mutual friends, and I did find out like the for super heavy, the cutoff is ninety seven, right. ninety seven kilos. He's walking around about one eighty. <laughs> and into twice. And I I know this sounds hard to believe, but a nimble one eighty. Like he could move all yeah, right. He can move, yeah. yeah. What, what a, is the point of getting people to weigh in for the for the like the open division? Because uh, I did it once. I went to Adelaide in the, the Synergy Pro. I went to that. I think it was a purple belt. And I, I only entered the the uh, open category because yep. it was money. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's like three hundred bucks or something. Yeah, it was, it was nothing. <laughs> yeah, you get the big check. That's you the most the, important. I, I wanted part. that. I wanted that novelty check. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the um, pride of taking food off someone else's table too. Yeah, <laughs> I would legit walk into the bank with that big check and say, "I'm cashing this." Like, That's not real. Fuck you. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> See what it's for? Jiu-jitsu. Cash my fucking check. Uh, yeah, I did. I did yeah. another tournament. I didn't do well in. Yeah. I think that it's just. You know, it's that's the what you do. You go and weigh in, even though it is pointless. Yeah, like, it, it didn't just... matter what I weighed. I could have been twenty kilos or four hundred kilos. Yeah, I was getting open in. weight. <laughs> well, it was open weight. It's just so Bruce Buffer has that extra light to read. <laughs> I don't know if Bruce was at the synergy comp. Oh, uh, he was there. Bruce was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you would have known if he was. Um, Maybe it was Bruce McAvaney. I don't know. But it is funny. Special. I mean, Jiu-jitsu is probably better than a lot of other martial arts on. The relaxed rules. I mean, I, I have seen tourneys where they come and measure, you know, how... Oh, with that gi 
the gay tool, thing. The, the gay tool. Yeah, <laughs> get yeah. The, the template out yeah. and that kind of stuff. But, I mean, the patches on the geese and shit like that. And, yeah, that's that's blue enough. I, yeah. I've seen some veteran moves of that, though, at weigh-ins. And Dion did it once. He's gone to weigh-in and... You know how you're supposed to have the full gear on and everything? Yeah. Yeah. He's gone in just in his, like, um, Violet Chudeau shorts and just put the gear in his hand. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. He comes back and he's giving the gear back to uh, Beth. <laughs> it was her gear. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that before. It was <laughs> it was a tiny fucking thing. Pro move, pro move. Yeah, so we saved about a kilo. But yeah. Fe- the kids' kids gear in the hand. Yeah. Featherweight move. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's heavyweight. You've got a Big Mac in one hand and, yeah, you know, you're shopping in the other. Yeah, they don't don't tend to be that much of an issue. So, just you haven't. When was the last time you competed? It would have been that synergy. Probably was that yeah. synergy pro, which I don't even know how many years ago that was. Well, I was around, three. so it would have been three, if not four. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a while since I've competed. Last. Say, I think it's been a while yeah. since I competed. I think that might have been round about. The, I didn't compete at synergy, but yeah, I did you compete at blue? Yeah, once got yeah. a gold medal. Went that'll do. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Conquered that. Yeah. I don't think Move I on. did. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. yeah, it's funny that the, the tournaments. There's so many, so many on now as well. Like you're saying, back in the day there were two or three tournaments, and it. they were the yeah. same tournament just yeah. with a different name. Yeah. Back in the day, it was exactly the it was same. Yeah. The yeah. Back yeah. in the day, yeah. uh, the tournament entry was about twenty seven dollars yeah. in the yeah. same yeah. building too. Was it the yeah. MSAC? Yeah, always at MSAC. Yeah, but now it's still at MSAC. You could compete every weekend if you wanted to. Yeah, if you wanted to. Yeah. It's just the way Look, it's I think that's off. a good thing about our club too. If you if you want to uh, push yourself and compete, you can do that. And yeah. there's uh, classes that facilitate that, and you know, good good um, training partners that'll push you along. Or if you just want to get fit and enjoy jujitsu, you can do that too. You still enjoy tournaments when you're not competing? Yeah, I like to yell at people, and I, I give really <laughs> good instructions like move and breathe, breathe, yeah. breathe. move yeah. and breathe, and posture. Get out of there. Uh, <laughs> Sign yeah. the lease. Keep doing what you're doing. Sign the lease. Uh, yeah, so look, um, yeah, I enjoy going and, and just trying to you know, be part of the team and, and support people. So I like going to, to, to tournaments in that aspect, yeah. Well, that is something I have found is the, the camaraderie you get in BJJ teams is brilliant. Um, mm. Some teams are a bit cultish, but um, I remember last year at the um, Fitness Expo where... The Arnold the Classic Arnold. one? Yeah. Oh, yeah the Arnold Classic. So I was working there and I was able to nice. come over and uh, watch a couple of fights and every every fighter had their team supporting them. Uh, yeah. Even though every team has that one knobhead, but that knobhead still got supported by or their teammates. The Richard, as we call them. <laughs> <laughs> so rich. Yeah, he tends to win, so oh, you know it's, it's hard to get too upset at him. Would be kind of funny though when they raise their hand, the rest of the team just sort of goes, "Oh." It, it is. A, I know I've mentioned it before, but it's a hilarious one because I was scoring at fucking Pan Packs or one of them, um, and the white belt match where they're going on and doing usual white belty stuff, yeah. and one of the guys gets the tap and he jumps up and you know throws the arm up yeah. like yes, yes. Nobody there. Oh. <laughs> Nobody cheering at all. Oh no. He's giving it the big double coppers <laughs> and everything, and like there's nobody there. And um, Gus was the ref, and Gus speaks. Okay, good English, yeah. but if he could get away with never speaking English ever, he would. So he didn't say nothing. He's like, just points. <laughs> there, come on, let's go. All right. You barely keep him awake. There's nothing worse than also seeing... I think there's a rule against uh, uh, celebrating too hard. Yeah. yeah. And the guy yeah. you know, jumps into the crowd, <laughs> embraced by the crowd, and oh, he's won the whatever, and then, oh, no, you're dick. I, t- oh, I, I defy oh. anyone to name a white belt world champion. Just because no one cares. I can name one blue belt world champion. <laughs> I can actually name a few, but I think it's... 
It's some of those people that are like win at uh, blue, uh, so white, blue, purple. They win the whole way through. I could name a few of those, but like, yeah. just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's almost a backhanded compliment in a way. <laughs> but is that something you put in your resume? I mean, like, white belt no. champion of the world. It's kind of like, so you're the I, I best put, shit. Like, so I put the white belt in, uh, white in, in small print. So it depends on what else you've got to put in your resume, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty Some people do content. advertise that as world champion. It's still and just world don't, don't particularize. Yeah. And it is. It. But it's kind of like being a 30-year-old proud of what you did in the under-15 footy grand final or something, which I, I actually am. So I yeah. had a couple of good fucking games, is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. And they've been better as I got older, too. <laughs> oh, fucking oath. I, I, I torpedoed from the next field over. I was full back, kicked seven goals. <laughs> <laughs> Some for the other team, but you know, whatever. Um, but on the, the highest level of jiu-jitsu competition, like, it's got interesting the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, with Meta Morris and, okay, now Meta Morris is kind of gone. Um, and we were talking earlier, like, EBI mm. is now on Fight Pass. Like, that's going to be exciting. Yeah, hopefully that's mm. a, that's a, that seems to be, um, I guess it's now, what is it? Maybe ADCC. Maybe might that might be the premier grappling. I think still, still, mm. and maybe EBI is kind of you know, it, nipping at its heels, I like think, in terms of money and everything like that. I think so, ADCC is the most prestigious. Yeah, like uh, it's the most pure. Yeah. Um, whereas EBI, I'd say Eddie Bravo has been brilliant for jiu-jitsu as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, but he's not pretending to be uh, the, the royalty of jiu-jitsu. If you get what I mean, he's not trying to. Uh, set new standards and he's just trying to have fun and have good jits yeah, I think he just wants to put on exciting fights just yeah, wants that's to keep, it. You know, he's got the rules to try and promote that I'm not saying they're the best rules or anything but they you know seem to be aimed at promoting finishes, finishes. Yeah. yeah which is well, a good thing yeah. that's it do you, do you like the submission only formats yeah I think it's really exciting yeah. um, and I think look having it um, having it no gi as well mm. um, that might be more uh, popular to the wider audience as well, well. It's certainly it's more interesting for him that's yeah that's his that's his passion I think, I think it's more accessible too like with the with the gi there's sneaky little chokes that you you won't see that they're on until you know someone's out kind of thing. especially yeah. if you're new to the sport I was going to say accessible because it's more relatable to MMA and you're going to mm-hmm. get people coming across from there yeah, yeah. well remember when we went back with uh, Hoist and um, uh, Seven like yeah, um, Seven had Hoist stacked for geez, oh. about 16 minutes. Yeah, something like that. Mm. And then the, the commentator's like, he's got him right where he wants him, next thing you know, tap, tap, tap. It's like, oh. yeah, like, what happened there? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, oh, a, that's what happened. It's a shoulder lock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now any jabroni off the street can knows what a triangle is. Yeah. Well, yeah most. more, Much more than used to, yeah, but exactly. I'm still sad or surprised certain people. Yeah, jiu-jitsu's not like a dark art anymore. It's no. starting to become, you know, a bit more common knowledge. So. And people are starting to realise that it does actually work. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Because I love still like the people who are like, yeah, bullshit doesn't work. What if I do this? And it's just like, professional fighters spend most of their time doing this. Like, how yeah. do you still think that it doesn't work? But when yeah. people say that, you're like, all right, so they have a black belt in Aikido, Taekwondo, or Wing Chun. They Which got a, one? They've got a black belt in bench pressing, usually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that. I've never heard, you know, that from somebody that's tried it. Yeah. Well, in fairness, uh, a lot of people give the the big bench press guys stick but uh, since we've trained at Hammers a lot of those guys have come and trained and they've had fantastic attitudes like uh, I've, I've have not seen one of them get frustrated yet oh it's early days 
We'll work on well, that. Well, you know, there's there's got to be one guy we can stir up, surely. Yeah. But just the fact that they're prepared to get on the match sort of says more about the personality. They're more um, open to learning and, you know... Or... You've got that ability to leave the ego. Or they realise that it's included in their membership and they're too cheap to waste it. <laughs> yeah, Either way, fit right in. I'm paying for this. I'm using it. <laughs> yep. Exactly. You see a lot of them just finish their um, kickboxing class and go, oh, well, hey, there's another class on. Yeah, just come it. straight across, yeah. Which is good, you know. Yeah. That's, that's how people get started. Even if you only have 10% that hang around. Yeah, it's 10% more than what you would have exactly, had exactly yeah and yeah like I said they're good guys too so and girls there's a bunch of girls who are joining in as well and they're all super keen and uh, they're all giving John a fair hiding which is fantastic to watch he's hating it I'm sure <laughs> yeah I, I think he, he he's like um, the character from Big Bang Theory he can't actually open his mouth with women around he just sort of shuts down <laughs> dumplings is the key <laughs> the dumplings that's, that's his language he's trying um, to empty his dumplings that's a problem now, there was another fight we were talking about earlier um, on the next Polaris. Polaris oh, yeah. with mm, Polaris. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, Gary Tonin. Like, that's, that's got to be an exciting fight. I can't think of anybody else that would be as exciting to go up against Polaris. Well, I was going to say, um, you know, a few guys involved in Bunnings, surely they can sponsor the wheelbarrow that has to carry his testicles into there. Because if you're getting in uh, a no-gi match with Polaris submission only submission only with his reputation and his fucking massive Actually, animal strength yeah. is it submission only I just realised Polaris no. I, I don't know what the rules are but no. I am sure that uh, heel hooks and things like that are yeah, allowed yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think they might yeah. be going to Metamorris rules pretty sure well, I, think, I think it's cute they got a referee in there I think, I think, <laughs> I think there's a time limit but yeah because Polaris is going to you know let go if there's a, a time and buzzer <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, look, I think it's going to be spectacular to watch and I find Polaris so frustrating because he's his jitsu is brilliant and fantastic athlete and the ability to find heel hooks and ankle locks from everywhere brilliant to watch if he just would let them go once he's won yeah uh, well he would still be in the UFC yeah or still in what was he World Series of Fighting yeah, yeah kicked out of there as well yeah. yeah poking Jake Shields in the eye yeah that was crazy it wasn't even um, sort of subtle no, I like, yeah. Mazzagati gave him a few chances though. Yeah. <laughs> did you yeah. got two eyes did you see on Reddit Tonin's training no. yeah, he's, yeah that, he's done the whole um, three stooges blocking the eye poke the, oh really the palm in front of your nose to block the eye poke <laughs> yeah, he's, he's put up a few funny videos he's he has right. I mean you yeah, know as soon as hilarious. someone can teach Polaris to use a computer he's going to be pissed off yeah and I think with um, sort of that submission only format it's forced a lot of people well not forced them but it's allowed them to be more creative in how they go for different attacks because when you think back in the day it was very sort of stagnant fights but then you think when Vinny fought um, Cornelius Kenny Cornelius uh, yep. Morris, it was an awesome match and even mm. um, Hoyler versus Eddie Bravo I mean Hoyler did fuck all but Eddie Bravo was awesome in it you know you, you watching that one with us weren't you? I you don't think I was uh, I didn't make it to that I but I have seen the the, the fight it's fight, an yeah. amazing fight I thought it was really good. Like, I think that crowd made it better, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It was an um, amazing atmosphere there. A very educated crowd, too. Of course they were, yeah. Um, like, with uh, UFC and MMA in general sometimes, the crowd doesn't r- isn't really educated enough to understand what's going on. So even though uh, there's only small movements on the ground, they're kind of like, stand him up. Uh. Yeah, I don't know if it's uneducated or uninterested. Because like, a lot of them, they do want to see him stand and bang. Um, you know, and which... It's yeah. There's highlight reels are made of knockouts. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of them, but at the same time, I'm not that adverse to seeing 
two grown men roll about on the floor. Yeah. Well, as long as there's movement. When it's stagnant, yeah. you know, everyone hates Nobody it. Nobody likes it. Yeah. But when there's uh, quick transitions like the Eddie Bravo matches, and you're like, whoa, hang on, what the fuck happened there? And you, you have to replay it literally uh, in slow motion to see what actually did occur. Yeah. It, they're brilliant. And even in the UFC, you remember Demi Meyer versus Jack Shields. It was an awesome jiu-jitsu um, mixed martial mm. arts fight. Yeah. Lots of transitions. Who, who was Demi Meyer's last fight? Uh, Neil Magny, I think. No, he's, he had another one, I'm sure of it. Okay. I'm trying to think of who it was. He's coming um, off a few wins, I think. Yeah, he's so put the, together a bit of a streak. Because I know there was that, uh, he did fight Neil Magny, beat him, and then he was running a seminar, and Neil Magny tweeted him and goes, do you mind if I rock up? He's like, he's like sure. Yeah, sure. I was reading that story. So had a photo cool. of Neil Magny <laughs> taking lessons from Demi Meyer. Oh, jeez, that's right. Holly Holm, Misha Tate's coming up. Fuck me. Is anyone going to bet on Misha Tate for that? Yeah, <gasps> fucking oath. Really? I, I don't think she'd win, but I think she's got a chance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd say she'd be at it's, uh, it's three about, or four to one at, at best. Like, yeah, I don't think that um, uh, Holly Holmes is going to walk through her. I think it's that, you know, that rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, type it could, of thing. Be, it could yeah. be a situation like that. And I mean, Misha's not going to come charging in like Ronda did either. So there's going to be, like everyone says online, it's going to be a horses for courses fight where she's going to have a different strategy and probably match up a little bit better. Um, be more respectful of what Holly can do. I, I think right. Holly, though, is the first true pro uh, they've had. Like, she's, she's a combat fighter. Uh, Rousey managed to transition from, ju- from judo, which, while a, a very um, esteemed martial art and a very uh, high level, it's not getting punched in the head as regularly as Holly Holm would be used to receiving and dishing out. Yeah, I think yeah. she still did all right. Oh, Up absolutely. until the Holly Holm fight. <laughs> I mean, yeah, did okay. Yeah. yeah, the same as Gina Carano. You know, the way when she came through, she managed to steamroll through everyone but Cyborg, but... You know, you could, you could probably happen. argue that Cyborg was juiced to the, to the eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Corona was like, hey, I don't mind making movies now. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Although, she was great in Deadpool. She's great in whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she, I did like her in Deadpool. Yeah, she'd TV, actually yeah. sort of stock it up a bit, but it looked good. Yeah. Well, that's a great transition into your other great passion, which is reviewing movies. Oh, <laughs> on I, Facebook. I, I, uh, I do enjoy uh, movies. No doubt about it. So, in fact, I saw Deadpool uh, last weekend. Get out there and see it. Yeah, it's I, good. I bought tickets for yeah. Friday night for Gold Class. Here's a hot tip, though. Right. I saw I saw it with uh, my mum, my sister, and my wife yeah, on Valentine's Day. Okay. So, see if anyone can top that. <laughs> so, so you're a true romantic. Yes. Uh, well, I did. <laughs> look, the, the movie has a bit of a a, a, a Valentine's Day. A romance uh, angle. Yeah, I, romance angle. Uh, and that was I saw the not boards. enough to uh, convince them that it was a romantic movie. So. But the, the, the missus must have liked it, though. Uh, she gave it a six out of uh, six out of ten, and I think she was just being kind to me. Really? I don't think she liked it, no. That's not good. But mum, mum <laughs> but, wasn't but down look, for it. But look, it was there for me. I mean, I, exactly. I, I, really, I really enjoyed it. Like, Shut up, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, did you see that head get it cut off? What? <laughs> She's like, oh my God, what are you talking about? I was hearing the story about it, uh, or reading up about it today more, that, you know, obviously Ryan Reynolds has been trying to make this movie for fucking years. Yeah, yeah. But he only got interested because in a Deadpool comic 10 years ago, Deadpool said, I look like a cross between Ryan Reynolds and a Sharpay. <laughs> so one of his mates has obviously gone, hey, mate, you get a mention in this. He's gone, who's this Deadpool character? Read it up and gone, this guy's awesome. Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up. 
spend the next I 10 reckon, years trying to get it for I could also be the fact that he was a closet long-time fan, and that was his excuse to come out and say, yeah. I like this. You know, one of those ones where, oh, yeah, I, I might have seen that before. I don't. Th- he wasn't closet for very much. He was out in the open like, let's get this made. Yeah, I want to do this. Yeah. I want to be Deadpool. Mm. I think he even put money towards yeah. it. Doing a trailer, the rumor was yeah. that he was the one that re- leaked the uh the yeah, I heard that rumor too. Yeah. Which... If Leaked. true, genius, fair play, yeah. it worked. Pretty really much his only, version of a sex tape. I only knew about Deadpool because, um, Josh, you had the comics. And they were, they were hilarious. So, mm. From what I've seen in the trailers, it was true to form for the movie and the comics. That's the point, though. It, it was true to the character. Because yeah. like, I've seen heaps of people now, um, because it did like 130 million over yeah. weekend. Yeah, they they wanted money. 60. They, Jesus. 60 would have been a pass, like a, a goal for them, and they smashed it. Yeah. Hey, hey guys, you got to marvel at those kind of. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Well, let's wade right in then. Oh, uh, do you actually have the first? Uh, first, yeah, yeah. You I've got wave. the whole first, um, first run. Yeah, uh, I think I've even got the first appearance. Really, was it not a standalone comic to begin with? No, it was in they New all get introduced that way. Right, um, which was a pretty shitty comic, to be honest. But yeah, it's pretty funny. But now there's all this talk about it's. Because there's an R-rated comic book movie, and they're like, "Well, we should do more R-rated comic book movies." Yes, I saw that. They on did that. And they made it was. 130 million. We're like, "No, it's not because it's an R-rated comic book. Yeah. It's because it's Deadpool." Yeah. yeah, and they kept it true to the character. It fits the character. Yeah, the the secret recipe. I don't think was it's R-rated. No, yeah. it was it's all the other elements of the Deadpool. movie that made it good. Yeah, yeah, it was perfect you know, for it. What would I, I would find hilarious would be if someone like some executive at uh, whoever owns. DC rights at the moment has gone you know what R-rated comics work we should make a comic uh, a comic movie like Deadpool uh, we'll do Deathstroke <laughs> so then Deathstroke would be a clone of Deadpool and Deadpool's always been a clone of Deathstroke I don't know what Deathstroke is so. oh, it's, 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 DC's version of Deadpool right, right. Slade Wilson uh, no, oh really so but, like a straight rip off he came first oh okay Deadpool was a rip off of Deathstroke oh right right, right. Um, I, I reckon then uh, and they'll have him mixed in with Lobo. Lobo's next on the DC side. Lobo could actually work. Yeah, who's a ripoff of Wolverine. Yeah, but what? it could actually... It could be worth watching. An R-rated Wolverine one that's not shit would be worth watching. Wasn't the original Batman like a real hardcore comic? Like it would have actually been an R-rated movie? Like wasn't it brutal? Was it a graphic novel I, or something like that? No, I, I don't that think the was, original... Uh, Frank Miller. Yeah. Uh, he, he did... He that's was the one that wrote Sin City. He wrote... The not Days of Future Past, uh, The Darkest Night, ah, which is like okay. uh, Batman as he gets older and decides, fuck this no-kill thing, I'm just going to kill motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and kind of goes from there. Yeah, the original ones were detective stories. Uh, okay. Like back in the, I don't know, 30s, yeah. 40s, mm-hmm. making it up. But with, um, with Deadpool, I remember when Fox first said they had it, they were like, yeah, we've greenlit it, and... Look, it, it might be R-rated, but we'll probably go for PG to try and get broad appeal. And as soon as I said that, I'm like, fuck, no, fuck. And then Reynolds is kind of going, no, 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 R-rated, for sure. Like, well, that's hopeful. Because it wouldn't have worked as PG. What happens? You keep it true to the, true to the source, you, you get there. You, you say you that like rewarded, it's, yeah. it's common sense, and it is, but it's not commonly done. Yeah. What about... Uh, as evidence, Wolverine Origins. What about Superman and Batman Justice League thing that's coming out? You guys... Uh, Excited, but the, the trailer I thought was the worst trailer that it could have possibly been. This is the the third installment trailer, the recent one. Yeah. No, the second one. Second one, right? I'm yeah. actually a fan of Ben Affleck as Batman. Fucking like, oath. I might be stepping out, but uh, you know, people said the same shit about Heath Ledger as Joker, and 
is there another Joker? Yeah. Uh, Justin Leto's got nothing. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think he's going to be okay, but he won't be Heath Ledger. No. He's, he's not a bad move. It's just that, unfortunately, yeah, Michael Jordan You've got to follow you. that, yeah. 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 The yeah. bit that I remember was uh, the first time that um, the guy that played Alfred, uh, Michael Caine, mm. saw Heath Ledger come out at that party that's um, happening upstairs. Yep. Yep. He had lines to say, and he fucking forgot them because the first time he saw Heath Ledger in character, he's just gawped at him and seen him walk by. And if you can do that to a guy like Michael Caine, who's done everything there is to do yeah. in acting, and every drug and probably every man, woman, and animal in the whole vicinity, you've got something special. Uh, I watched a documentary about uh, Superman that was going to be made and had Nick Cage playing yeah. Superman. He was in a, he was in a, a pay-or-play deal. Oh, you that told me about it, actually. Well, he called his been. son Kal-El. Yeah. Yeah. Did he? He loves Superman, Nick Cage. Yeah, i got no idea. But actually, it looked, it looked decent. And the concept of the um, movie, it was originally written by Kevin Smith. No, yeah, I know where you're going with it. Yeah, Kevin Smith spoke about it with one of his, um, what are they called? An Evening With? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But one of the fans actually made a documentary about this movie that was going to be made. Um, they got pretty far into the planning stage, even um, designing a special suit for Nick Cage. Yeah. And the suit was actually going to be uh, more of an active role in Superman as a you know space entity or whatever the fuck he is. Right. And the concept of that looked really good, and the suit looked really cool. And then, of course, Hollywood got onto it and went, nah, fuck this. God, what's the guy's name? Um, it, oh, it might have been Tim Burton, actually. No, yeah. no, it wasn't Tim Burton. It was somebody else. Tim Burton. Tim Burton was yeah. hooked on it because yeah. he was the one. He, he said, "All right, he's got to have um, Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter." <laughs> <laughs> That's a given every time. <laughs> but um, he said, "You know, he's got to have guards at the Fortitude of Solace." Oh, no, really? what, not Fortitude. What's it called? Sol- uh, Fortress of Solitude. Fortress of Solitude. Fortitude yeah. of Solitude. <laughs> Fucking, I, I see know, where you're going I, with it. I had Fortitude Valley in my head for some reason. <laughs> yeah, and Kevin Smith was saying, like, actually, it's. Meant to be nobody there. That's the solitude part. The solitude part. And then he had to fight a gigantic robotic spider. Yeah. And they're like... Uh, Because Wild Wild West was such a success. No, (laughs) because he hadn't done Wild Wild West yet. He couldn't get it up in Superman, so he put it in Wild Wild West. Fair enough. Happened two years later. Yeah, that that worked well. That was such a great movie. (laughs) (laughs) That man was called... Wiki Wiki Wild Wild West, it was. Will Smith's song and Selma Hayek's boobs. That's good enough for me. <laughs> well, the reason you watch Desperado endlessly as a kid. One of these things are not like the others. Um, so what else has the, the B Movie Review Club been, been up to? Uh, well, we had to take a, a break. This is uh, me and my mate Gary. Uh, obviously, with Christmas and uh, New Year's and things like that, we haven't... We The last thing we saw together, I think, was... Uh, well, I can't even tell you. We Look, I go to a lot of movies, but um, we'll probably um, you know, try and get together and review some more do you, do you look for the comic book movies or you don't care you just see anything. i see everything yeah so but i have seen a couple i've seen um what's that the hateful eight you guys yeah. seen that yeah it's tarantino. not yet but um i did see tarantino had a, a, a special screening in melbourne he's doing this he, he turned up and yeah, had his own his up, own yeah. brand of vb yeah, yeah. wow <laughs> yeah which is if you're in charge of vb you jump right on that and they they did they had you know, QB. Well, you're happy anyone's drinking it, I'm sure. <laughs> Pretty much, because where was the last time you saw VB on tap anywhere? I don't know. I haven't been in the country in a while. <laughs> I was going to say, I know they sponsor the cricket. So oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm guessing at the cricket. At you the, can't I'm get only the guessing. G. It's Carlton. Carlton Draft. 
Yeah, probably right too. Probably change it for the cricket. I don't know if they change it for the cricket. Well, do they just change the label? Probably. Like, who's going to know? Who's going to know? It's half watered down anyway. Do you think VB are a bit bitter about that? Hell yeah. Ooh. Here we are. Here we go. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. I love it. Uh, yeah, uh, the last movie I just remember we saw was uh, The Revenant. With- oh, oh, the yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've yeah. heard good things. Oscar bait. Look, I, I <laughs> thought it was good, but I think I was expecting greatness. And I, it was. Look, it's a good movie, and I recommend people see it, but, you know. Honestly, I, 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 I thought you could skip the first half hour. Yeah, look, I wasn't blown away, but I mean, like, visually it was very pleasing. Yeah, yeah. It was well, well shot. And look, Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah, like, great acting yeah. and, like, you know, probably deserves some kind of recognition for well, it. Well, you see, if, if DiCaprio had have just got to his blue belt at BJJ, he could have just triangled that bear. <laughs> <laughs> Move would have been over in 15 minutes. That, that bear had some good back attacks, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that's why I was watching it and I looked at the times. So I'm half an hour in and all I've watched is him fight a bear. Got no idea why. No idea what they're doing. He just fought a bear for half an hour. Because it was there. Yeah. I'm like, you could have just said, you know, had a bear fight for five minutes and then onto the story, but no. <laughs> I might be ripping this off of QI, but I think it used to be back in the West um, uh, a show. Uh, you know, the, the freak alleys, the sideshow alleys where they had the freak shows yeah. and that kind of stuff. And they'd have the, um, it was the hairless lady or something like that. Um, and it was actually just a shaved bear. <laughs> and and I, I only remember it because it was on QI and Jimmy Carr was on there. And he's like, they've got this backwards. I don't want to see this fucking, you know, the deformed lady. I want to see them shave a bear. <laughs> yeah, who the that fuck awesome. has that job? Yeah. Can you imagine, get imagine, a drunk. And- imagine that. Like the first day on the job. All right, yeah, you're hired. You're an animal keeper. Here's Gillette. Go shave that fucking bear. <laughs> you're fucking joking, aren't you? So there's his next movie, Shave the Bear. Done. Sponsored by Nair. <laughs> I'll be shooting that shit through a paintball gun or something. It could be Ted 3. <laughs> Ted 3. <laughs> well, they're doing Ted 2, aren't they? Or have they already done, already done, done, already done Ted, Ted 2? Ted 2, yeah. 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 Have you, speaking of Nair and whatnot, have you read those Amazon reviews for Veet for men? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me, they're hilarious. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, like a hair removal cream? Yeah. And oh, I haven't read the reviews. No, I haven't oh, look, read the reviews. There's like 200 pages of them, all in the same theme of, it plainly says, do not put on knob and bollocks. Because I'm a loose cannon, I didn't follow that rules, and now I can signal passing ships with my glowing scrotum. <laughs> and it, pretty much all along that, and you know, a, a guy from Abu Ghraib saying, it's fantastic, uh, our <laughs> victims confess within minutes. And all, <laughs> Just endlessly, and the sort of thing where you will have tears of laughter. It's brilliant. I mean, if it if it removes hair, I mean, it's got to have some like pretty potent stuff in it. Would you be putting it in those sensitive areas? Just I wouldn't, but apparently ten thousand yeah, blokes. A lot would. of people do. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's worn me off. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I I generally don't try and apply any warming liquid to my nether regions, but uh, yeah, because that's the mistake you make. Like if you put deep heat on uh, and then go for a whiz. That shit ain't good. I don't think the whiz part is needed to make that bad. They're just deep heat on the phone. Yeah. Well, I meant deep heat on your hands. On your your hands. They're transferred. I don't know why I thought you're putting deep heat on your nuts and then going for a leak. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, mate, you've already fucked up here. Why are you you compounding it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back it up. (laughs) You're right. That does make more sense now. What if masochists whack off with deep heat? (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, wow. Well, when you pull a muscle, do it right. Deep heat on it. But the thing is, I was following you because I've done that before. Yeah. <laughs> what, whacked off with DP? Well, not the first time. It was accidental. I was like, yeah, this is kind of good, you know? But, but it's no, always a footy, you know? Did, you get a rub oh, down I was going to say, did he like it too? Or? Yeah. 
So that's why I didn't play footy. (laughs) I do remember the footy trick, though, where you'd put DP in someone's jocks. Yeah. And wait for them to put it on after the shower and just, yeah! Oh, that's supposed to be off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh. Don't know where we're going with that one. How we got yeah. onto deep heat with shaving a bear? Because yeah. uh, shaving a bear with nair, splattering, veet, blah. It's all Brilliant. Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. sold, I think. Uh, I, he's gone downhill since Basketball Diaries. That's all I can say. <laughs> but that was the good thing about um, when we worked at video stores was that you always had the headline movies and most of them were okay, but yeah. you'd always try and find that one that didn't go to cinema, went straight to video, there was like a, a gem. <laughs> Which was? Boondock Saints. Well, Saints. we should probably explain that for our younger listeners. Uh, video stores. They were places <laughs> where you used to go to rent movies. Uh, Think they, about they, Netflix as a shop. Yeah, like uh, a bricks and mortar version. It was, it was amazing. But you pay per movie. Yeah, you'd pay like seven bucks we for were, a night. We would have been your best customer. We actually cleaned out a video store. We almost saw everything in it, so we had to move to another video store. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Here's another one. So this is about our third or fourth video store in, and this is by the time we'd moved to a newer area. And I was joking with my mum. I was still living with my mum, and I don't know how old it was, but I'm like, oh, have you got a tally of how much money we spent here? And the guy's like... We do. Yeah, yeah. yeah we do. And I was broken with my mum. How much do you reckon we spent? And it, it was about two years in, and it was it was several thousands we'd spent there. Wow! <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I remember going to Atlantic Video in Adelaide, and it was the biggest That's one. Right, like, yeah. It had VHS tapes that looked like they were around when Betamax was competing with them. Yeah. Um, which discs, which has totally flown off the head of half of the people who are listening. But um, you'd have to have a, a password to your membership because. Yep. Membership cards were pretty much just a number on a piece of laminated yeah. paper. Yeah. Because uh, they hadn't got around to barcodes yet. And uh, one of my go-to passwords, being a comic book nerd, was Shatterstar. Because it was a character from X-Force and whatnot. And it was kind of obscure, and I'm like, I'll remember that. But for whatever reason, they only had four letters for their password. So when I go in, they like, what's your password? Shat. <laughs> Shatterstar. Well, that's not what i got here. Shat. <laughs> and, that's, and a shit, that's a shit password. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember your video membership password? Uh, no, because it was always connected to my mum's. Uh, so <laughs> just, just mum, you know, go and mom, get these go videos. Do that. Yeah, that's right. Did you ever have to change video stores because you had an outstanding fine and just went fucking not paying it? Yeah. <laughs> we did that several libraries. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's I- free to take it out. Unless you return it late. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm moving libraries. <laughs> well, guess I'm stealing it then. <laughs> uh, I remember, here's, yeah. here's another Betamax story. Though. Like, uh, I was with, with my dad, right? And my dad was... Um, anyway, he didn't have a video player. And we found one like in a, in a hard rubbish type situation. So we're rummaging around. We get it, and it, it. No, no, it was thrown out because it was a Betamax. And this was in, uh, yeah. it was in the... The 2000s or the 90s. So, Jesus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we had this yeah. one tape so we could record one thing off the television. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a big decision whenever you wanted to tape over it. So, it was, so which episode of Hey Hey It's Saturday <laughs> did you tape? The we racist up, one. We ended up with Aliens on there. And it right. was on there for, I don't know how many years. But you couldn't buy another Betamax no. tape to, to record anything else. So yeah. Aliens every day. I was in, um, well, a couple of months back now, in Broken Hill in their Harvey Norman which is a better electrical, which is something else. Well, it's one of those franchised versions. It was better electrical last week, Harvey Norman now. I might have had Dick Smith in there at some stage. Uh, And they were actually selling VHS tapes, blank ones, Mm. and (laughs) still selling them and selling them well. I I was like, is this a bargain basement thing? No, bloke, full price. (laughs) Really? 
All right, fair enough. Probably the local videographer. He hasn't updated his cameras yet. So all the <laughs> yeah. weddings... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's still rocking the old All days. the weddings are on VHS. <laughs> yeah. You know the only reason VHS won over beta? Porn. Was that? Yep. Yeah, the Is that por- what killed them? They were the no, standard porn for industry the porn industry picked VHS. Yeah, because I, I heard, and I don't know whether it's true, but like the, the quality of the Betamax was, was pretty good, mm. and it was preferred in, in other industries. Yeah. But it just didn't... I don't know. Before, Porn, I remember, Porn is the answer. Porn it wasn't yeah. long enough either. The Betamaxes they released were only like 30 minutes long initially. Ah, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to hurt. It's going to be way longer than that to jerk off. Yeah, <laughs> but no, not really. Oh, 30 minutes doesn't cut it. But, uh, it used to be the thing at the video store too when the people would return the porn. Yeah. I remember, <laughs> mate, uh, Gav, and you know, you'd have to rewind the VHS and it's like halfway through and you're like, there, right yeah. there. That's, that's it. That was the moment. And then you'd just feel dirty putting it back into the did rewinder you have the, Did you have the rewinder machines? Like, we, had, yeah. we had the massive fucking yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. I remember those, yeah. The ones they clean that, it as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You put it through twice to make sure it was extra clean. Yeah, yeah handle it with gloves. <laughs> yeah, well, literally, we um, would rent some out to the jail, and they'd come back in just fucking <laughs> nasty states. <laughs> like, not even joking, the cover would be slippery. Oh. And you're just like, fuck this shit. So I was lucky that I was I was you close to the it, store. You bought it. <laughs> I was closing the store. For some reason they trusted me with the keys to the store. Fuck right. knows how. So I always had someone working with me, and they'd leave earlier, so I could like delegate my shit to them. So it was always their job. And I always knew the lady who rent them out on behalf of the jail. So as soon as coming in, I, I'd be like, "Oh, can you just take care of the returns or something? I got to go clean the shelves or do something yep. else." So I always managed to avoid it. But you only know because you had to do it once. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. You're the newbie. Pick it up. You're like, oh, shit. You've got nine more of these to put through. The <laughs> Speaking of jail gigs, did I tell you about a um, bloke who went to, to uni with me? He was a, a dentistry student. And because they worked in the dentistry clinic, they'd have people from the jail come in for the free dental work. Right. And one bloke comes in, you know, he's probably a crackhead back in the day or whatnot. And he's got a bunch of teeth and he's like, all right, boss, I want them all out. And he's looking at him like, no, you've got a few good ones there. We can run with them. He's like, nah, mate, get rid of him. He's like, why get rid of him? He's like, bloke with no teeth can make a lot of money in jail. Yeah. Oh, he's like, all right, second set of gloves on. <laughs> so he stacked those on and <laughs> yeah. Hey, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, they were funny fuckers. I walked in on them one day and you know how they do the local anesthetics? Yeah. Uh, the way they practice is on each other. So they pair up and they just inject each other's gums. I walk in and there's a whole fucking room of 60 people injecting uh, local anesthetic into other's gums and just drooling and slurring their words like, that's a good one, my turn now. And it's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> Singing the Collingwood song. <laughs> so I think that was a Unibar. <laughs> More drugs at Unibar. Um, sorry, I thought we, since we've got a blackout here, we'll talk through a few of the UFC cards coming up as well um, now that Damian Meyer fight the one I was trying to think of was Gunnar Nelson yeah and he fucking yeah. wiped the Schooled floor him. with Gunnar Nelson and that's just that's shocking astounding. to me astounding that anyone can wipe the floor with Gunnar Nelson yeah. and that's how good Damian Meyer is so it looks like his next fight's against Matt Brown Jesus Christ Ooh, that's, that's going to be a good one yeah it's a tough night out for Matt Brown I think though yeah I yeah. agree like uh, the, the good money's on Meyer yeah easy easy Meyer fight I think so you excited for uh, Bisping and in silver? Do you think there's something there? Look, I mean, it's it's probably not the uh, you know the title fight everyone wants to see because it's <laughs> not a title fight. But look, I mean, it's a little bit uh, interesting. Both guys probably towards the end of their career. Let's uh, let's be honest in that respect. Yeah. But towards, I think Anderson's forty eight. <laughs> He's Brazilian. 48, Brazilian, yeah. Brazilian forty eight. So <laughs> who knows? Th- Thirty nine, but really forty eight. Uh, uh, the spider versus the cunt. <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, I mean, I'll, I'll probably 
uh, be one of those ones that I follow on a live feed. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm interested always to see uh, Anderson Silva get up and, and yeah. give it a go. See if uh, he can get back to his former glory. Yeah. Look, I mean, he's had a, a rocky kind of, uh, you know, broken legs and whatnot. And then I think, I think there was some yeah, and like transgressions. Say, it so will so be interesting to see if he, if he can get it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'll tell you what, uh, the, the undercard though, Masasi and, and Ladies. Masasi yeah. is oh, one monster. of those great ones to watch. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's been around long enough that uh, he's seen all the tricks kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, you never know what he's going to give you. And has Telus Ladies, like he, he was, um, like he had a title fight against Anderson Silva years ago. Yeah. Uh, and then he kind of, I don't know what happened, he disappeared and now he's coming back. Like what, 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 uh, what where's, it, where's he been? Uh, well, he had a loss to Bisping. Look, there you go. He had uh, fought Anderson Silver in UFC 97. Seven years ago. Yeah. I had <laughs> another loss in UFC 101, and then not back in the UFC for another 10 years or yeah. thereabouts. Not until 163. So, yeah, he went off, went bush for a yeah, little while. Yeah, okay, all right. So he was doing other things. Anyway, look, uh, I'd like to see Telus Latest win, win that one, but yeah, I think I maybe think Masasi will win it, yeah. yeah. He's a machine. He's yeah. a monster. But um, I think Bisping, I think I read during the week, he's fighting Charles Sonnen in a grappling yeah. match yeah. at some weird-ass fight card. Jeez, who's going to be the good guy there? Yeah. Who, yeah. Chael. Yeah. Chael. Chael. He'll tell us he's the good guy. <laughs> Hasn't he got a company called Bad Guy Inc? Though? Yeah, sure, <laughs> company. That's yeah. Kid. <laughs> he's making good. From the mean streets of, what was it, Oregon? Oregon, wherever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird-ass card they're, they're fighting because there's, there's a boxing match, then there's a kickboxing match, then there's uh, submission-only grappling, and then there's um, a pro-wrestling match. So it, it's a fight card of everywhere. Yeah. I think Kurt Angle's on it. <laughs> I'm not Olymp- lying. Olympic hero. Really. Yes. Oh, God. Um, and I've I got a feeling it's... It, I don't think it's Shamrock, but I think Seven Jeez, is, is wow. fighting. Oh, really? But where, where is, think, is this in the America or...? It's in an RSL in Japan. Google, Google it for us. You know it's bad? Um, Bisping versus Sonnen. I don't know how Kurt Angle's still doing it. Like, it must be bad when even TNA and WWE go, nah, bloke, you need it to quit. But, uh, there you go. Yeah. We're currently trying to Actually, Google we, something. While we're talking MMA, do you have a favourite submission? Um, in, in MMA? Well, for yourself, like, what's the first submission that clicked for you? Uh, the Kimura. Yeah. yeah. So for, for Cameron Burn out there, um, we'll put uh, notes on what a Kimura is. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the one that uh, really worked for me. And then uh, the reason I liked it is you can, you can do a lot from it. So you can obviously finish the submission from there or you can transition to armbar, the back. And it's a great controlling position as well if you don't. Uh, for those out there like Cameron Burn that don't know what it is, get on YouTube and, and figure <laughs> it out because it's a good position. So would that be your your go to? Like, was that the one where you got the grip and you're like, oh, I got this motherfucker? Yeah, that's right. That was that was the thing that that really clicked clicked for me, uh, in terms of like a, a go to position. But from underneath, like uh, I really did uh, for a long time when I was like from white belt probably up to like purple belt. I really liked uh, triangles, yep. uh, trying to snatch people up in in triangles. But I've kind of gone away from that, and I just get. I'm lazy. I just try and roll people over, really, and then just come over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, all about maximizing my laziness, is what I say. Just look, try and do everything minimum effort. Well, you do jiu so you can fight lying down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I do it. And go to sleep occasionally. 
I've, I've found the it's on the bloody elbow. So it's Kurt Angle versus Rey Mysterio, oh, Simon ah. versus Bisping, and Roy Jones Jr. versus a fan that wins a, a competition. <laughs> Don't know. That doesn't sound like something you'd enjoy winning. Yeah, <laughs> that is, seems like you lose, and yeah. you get to anyway. Okay. I don't know. Uh, there you go. Shamrock is is linked in an MMA bout, not uh, with seven. Oh my god! Um, oh god! Speaking of uh, old people coming back, there's there's Bellator, and they're putting on another one. I think it's this weekend, and they've got a few, uh, you know, Hoist versus League. Hoist versus Shamrock. Yeah, that's mm. right. So, uh, what do you guys think about that? Look, I, I think there's a. Uh, there's always a place for nostalgia, yeah. especially with yeah. legends like that. Because when yeah. we saw Hoist fight uh, Hughes, Ooh. that yeah. it, it had showed how far the martial uh, the mixed martial arts had moved on since Hoist's yeah. era. Yeah. Uh, even though Hoist was technically juicing at the time, and yeah, I think he did. I think he did get in trouble. By technically, uh, you mean actually? Absolutely. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> authentically <laughs> juicing. Uh, but maybe it was just a Brazilian milkshake. You know, you don't know. Someone slipped it in. Yeah, yeah, he was he was on the same Viagra gear. Bad batch of acai. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, if, if you'd say he was on the Viagra, I'd call it bullshit because he's only thirty three kids like his dad did. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, th- there's there's always that wish that you could see them go around one more time. Yep. Um, it's just unfortunate that it doesn't really live up to hype because when we saw um, uh, Kimbo and Shamrock. Yeah, it just, just wasn't right. It was a shocker. He had him in yeah. a rear naked choke. Didn't finish it. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. That wasn't a great look. And yeah. then, and, and the the worst one though was Akabono versus Sap. I mean, both those guys were like, well, I got paid. Fuck it. At least it was a kickboxing mm. instead of a MMA fight. That's all I can say. Yeah, although I'm not sure how Akabono thought he was going to win when his strategy was, I'm going to move forward, well, and that's it. I don't think winning was really in the plans for either of them in the last six years. Getting paid was probably yeah, more important. Paid. But well, yeah, anyway. It's kind of funny because with Hoist and Shamrock, because um, the same as you, I don't really want to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Remember, it might have been at Ryzen actually, where uh, Shinya Aoki fought um, Sakuraba. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, like, dude, uh, I don't want to see Sakuraba fight. Yeah. No. Um, it gets it, painful. But at the same Even time. Even in his grappling match against uh, Henzo at Metamoros, I was like, he, well, the, the, he's, he's taken The mileage has killed him. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's he's done a lot. It's not just his MMA, it's his pro wrestling as well, which yeah, exactly, you yeah. know, is just as likely to cause injury as MMA, except yeah. he's doing it every second night. Daniel Bryan in the last week, who's mm. um, been forced into retirement because of you know uh, lesions on the brain and that kind of shit from Jeez. concussions. And, but at the same time, though, I respect that Ken Shamrock um, did an interview or did a piece online where he said, look, I'm a fighter. This is all I know how to do. That's how I make money. It's not like I'm going off and doing anything else you go well, I can kind of see it you know from his side of view I, I don't want to watch yeah because it's his though. prerogative to go out there and earn money and yeah, do all that stuff so sell you know, t-shirts or license some kid or something because he's a shit coach we know that we yeah. saw that on the Ottawa fighter yeah and the, Ooh. <laughs> I, do, you, do you remember that I do remember That's that and the, the payout was why did he ha- he had a, some other guy there with him who was like yeah. Just like a bodybuilder, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. nutritionist expert or something. Yes. He was yeah. just, just just ripped freak. Like I, I don't know what he was going to teach them technically, but how to yeah. cycle, yeah. Um, <laughs> especially when they went they went bowling every second day. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tito, <laughs> want to go bowling? <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I, I respect Shamrock. I, I honestly do because what he's done for MMA was brilliant. Like uh, really, yeah, he was there. Allowed a foil for Hoist. 
You know, it was, was more than a foil. It, well, it was brilliant back It was then. the first real rivalry I can remember. I remember. If you go back to UFC 1, he's the one that looks like a fighter. Mm. Yeah. He, he might not have won, but he, he, he certainly, in, in his first match, um, I can't remember who he fought against, but he was the only person in the, in the octagon who knew what he was doing. Pat Smith? Mm. Could have been. Let's run with that. But I, I do remember, though, that was the, uh, also the turning point for the Gracie's niceness, I guess, when um, Shamrock's tapped... Voice yeah. is sort of released, and then the you ref's tapped. gone, have you tapped? He's like, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but for that bit, you see Hoist going, come on, don't fuck around. You know, he, I think you can even see, he's like, you know you tapped. And yeah. You can see Shamrock's gone, no, <laughs> I did, yeah. But, but I remember they interviewed him on the way out, and he goes, no, nah, well, look, I tapped, and you got to respect the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, I think he was very much leaning towards going, going with it until he realized it was filmed. Yeah. yeah, and there's 40 Gracies around the ring, <laughs> <laughs> including the guys yeah. that owned the UFC at the time. So, would you watch it if you had tickets? Would you go to see Shamrock and Gracie uh, in 2016? Yeah, look, I'd go and watch it, but like I said, it's probably not one. But of you my, wouldn't uh, pay top dollar for it. Nah, probably not. But I mean, it, it's it, look if they want to get out there and fight, they're professionals; they can do it. Yeah, uh, but it's probably not. One of the you know marquee fights that I'm looking forward to seeing on the on the horizon. Having said that, if uh, Hickson was fighting, I'd watch it. I, I I don't care who he's fighting. Yeah, of course. I think he can't even roll at the moment. I don't think. The last I heard, yeah, his back was absolutely fucked. Yeah. yeah. Needs uh, to get on some of that Regenerkeen shit that Joe's always going <laughs> <on> about. <laughs> you just you want to see Crone? Just do it now. I don't know if he's had his second fight yet. Yeah, or... he fought on the Ryzen card, did he? Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Kid Yamamoto's nephew. No, that was good. Was it? Yeah. Was it a good fight? Yeah, it was pretty good, actually. Okay. It was um, good transitions. It was actually a contest. Yep. Um, as soon as he got him to the ground, it was a bit of a a lesson, but the other guy, Kid Yamamoto's nephew, I think, he didn't right. give up, got out of an armbar, yeah. and mm. took a took a... I think a triangle for Crone to finish him off, but it was actually a decent right. match. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I remember only seeing the end. So. Well, yeah. A lot of people have, you know, uh, postulated what Hickson would do in modern day if he was, you know, in his prime again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like the, the Gracie that was fit, strong, and kind of ruthless. Like, he was yeah. not afraid to be a prick if he needed to be. What, what do you mean, kind of? Well, <laughs> utterly. Remember the in, in Choke where he's fighting yeah. the, the little... Um, oh, I've forgotten the Asian dude's name. Uh, Yuki Nakai. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. Uh, and he can't even see out of one eye. And, yeah. you know, some guys would be like, all right, I'll put him down easy. Hickson's gone, nah, fuck him. Smack. Yeah. Hoyler's yeah. going, punch him in the fucking eye. <laughs> Don't take it easy. <laughs> and, and Hickson's sort of going, all right, fair enough. Yeah. Crack. He's like, hang on, I need to take a shit. I can say, <laughs> that's, that, right. that's the only line I remember out of the movie. I need yeah. to do a shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, what about UFC? One, is that 197? 196. Rafael Dos Anjos versus Connor. You, you a Connor fan? I am actually a Connor fan. Uh, I mean, he just... How do you not get uh, entertained by what he does? Yeah. Mystic Mac. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, once you can understand what he says, it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, now that's that's the kind of thing that you want to see on a, on a card. It's got it's got the the backdrop. It's got like all of the promotion leading up yeah. to it. It's a, it's a title fight. Uh, so that's something you really look forward to in in a fight. I reckon he's a funny fighter, Connor. Because I, I don't know, like um, I, when he was coming up against. Um, uh, 
Aldo the first time and then yeah. he got subbed out for uh, Chad Mendes. Yeah. You're yeah. like, you know what? I think he's going to get found out when he fights somebody. Yeah. Well, we all said level. that and we were fucking wrong. And then I know, Brenton, you were saying like, we should have drank the Kool-Aid. I think he fooled us. N- yeah. Not just in that he wasn't that good, but he fooled us in making us think that he was an Full idiot. Yeah. An idiot, because he is actually one of the smartest fighters. Well, yeah. his catchphrase was, uh, what, uh, precision beats power and timing beats speed. So, uh, and he, it makes sense, and it's absolutely right. Even when you saw him on The Ultimate Fighter and you see the way he trains, yeah. it's damn smart. Yep. And it wasn't really intelligent for Aldo to come rushing in with a big fucking fake right left hook. <laughs> I, I think he would agree with you right about now. That yeah. uh, you know, maybe his initial game plan was lacking in preparation. He made a mistake. Let's be honest. Yeah. 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 But I mean, he had plenty of time to think about it beforehand because I, I would have thought that that's how it would have went if they had fought the first time, if it hadn't been pulled out from injury. Because I thought it, it looked pretty obvious that Connor was trying to get in his head so that yeah. he would fight emotional and he would come out and do yeah. that. But I thought, given the first fight was um, cancelled, he would have had time to digest and really plan about it. All right, so. The emotions have all run yeah. out now. Mm. Yet, bell rings and does exactly what shouldn't have done. Well, to me, this will be really interesting because Dos Anjos's head is about five times the size of... Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jose, it's a, how can you miss it? It's, it's going to be interesting because I, I can't pick against Connor anymore. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and <gasps> I think he's already said he wants Lawler after this. Yep. Like, yeah. Fuck, you know. <laughs> well, if you take out the fact that it's Connor McGregor and put a fighter in there with his skills but not the uh, attitude and the fact he's going up a weight. You, you'd have to go for the current champ. Dos Anjos is just ridiculously good, but Connor can just surprise everyone. Well, it's just, he's done everything that he said he's going to do. Yeah. I mean, and sometimes in the round, he said he was going to do it. Uh, Actually, yeah, that's that's always in the round, he said he was going to do yeah, it. Yeah. He yeah. said it first round, second round, he, he, he's got it 100% so far. He wanted to bet 3 million that he beat Mendez in the, in the second, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. yeah. That was the, the number he floated to um, uh, Dana. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Look, I just think it's a it's it's a good one. You both really talented guys, and it's one you just really want to see. Yeah. And pff, hard to pick a winner there. I don't know who, but I, I I'm the winner because I get I, to watch it. Exactly, I would yeah. like to see McGregor with multiple weight belts. Yeah. Um, stupid. Simultaneously, because yeah. it's something that hasn't been done before simultaneously. I think uh, yeah. BJ had it across two weight categories, but not yeah, at the same time. So the no. Couture Randy as well. Couture had I, it. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know at the same time. But at the same time, yeah. No one's at the same time. Didn't he? He made him vacate one before he went for the other, or something like that. Something with, like that. With BJ. I know they haven't held them concurrently. Yeah, I think with BJ Penn, they said you can't be. Um, a, a champion to go for the other belt you have to vacate that one to go for the uh, other yeah. one I, I think so but yeah, it was right. a long fucking time I think ago. that was when BJ won the belt then he went and fought in pride yeah then he yeah, came back yeah, right. he's yeah. like fuck this because I remember yeah. Dana saying BJ came into the UFC and he goes I'm going to win the welterweight I'm going to win the um, middle middle I'm going all the way to heavyweight he literally <laughs> wanted to fight every single person yeah and he's like BJ would too yeah of course he would uh, yeah whether the belt was on the line or not it's yeah. like what are you doing now car park <laughs> Done. <laughs> is he coming back? I hear some. Yeah, yeah. he's rumors. coming back. All right. Training okay. with Jackson. Okay. Which is probably the saw, best camp for him. Wow. Saw of photos of him training with um, Diego Sanchez. Yep. It's like, do you remember when he just lit him up? Yeah. Um, Ooh, also, that, that head kick. Yeah. And he licked the blood off his gloves. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, holy oh, shit. When he didn't have any blood, he went over to the fire and give you some. <laughs> yeah. Got oh. some and then licked it. Yeah. I actually saw photos today of Rafael training with Machida. So he's got Machida yeah. in camp to try and emulate Connor. Kind of style. Okay, that's interesting. And yeah. Dos Anjos look big. Yeah. Machida's one of those one. odd ones for me. I mean, Connor's a unique style, but so is Machida. 
but I'd say Machida is more the the counter puncher, which I guess is Connor's thing too. But yeah, all that, that's what Machida was. Yeah, most famous for. I think he's still got a he's got a fight coming up as well. Is he fighting Vitor? No, no. Who's fighting Vitor? Um, Vitor does have a, a fight coming. Yeah, he's up. got a fight coming up. The other one they're talking about coming back to is GSP. Um, I don't Every other week they say. Yeah. 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 I reckon. I reckon he's done. Yeah. I don't think he's coming back. I so think he's had too many, he? too many head yeah. knocks. I kind of want to see him coming back because you know, having to start again with his athletic ability um, and mindset, mm. oh, just sheer obsession. Yeah, um, it'd be interesting because he'd, he'd steamroll the lower tier guys, uh, lower uh, level guys, I reckon, and and just the trash talking as well. The GSP, I am <laughs> not happy with your performance. Yeah. <laughs> you are not very impressive. <laughs> you do not impress me. I think that's brilliant. I mean, that's, oh. honestly, that's where Connor's obviously got his inspiration from. Oh, 100%. Mm. The showmanship. Yeah. And yeah, that's where Connor uh, decided he'd put an accent on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what about uh, Holly and Tate? We've covered that a little bit. Yeah. Um, Look, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be, uh, I don't think it's going to be easy. I, I, I think, Holly might win, but I don't think it's going to be easy. That's all I'll say. I would have rather have seen uh, Betch. Betch Kayada. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She hasn't fought yeah. since. Yeah. She's still knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> She's straight out of Compton. She hasn't left Compton. <laughs> but I mean, Misha Tate deserves a crack. Uh, I think everyone would agree with that. Yep. Um, I mean, people weren't so when, keen when you win a number one contenders match yes yeah. you can't deserve a crack gotta, 12 months gotta, later gotta, that yeah. day I was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> no. well I think he had a point Psych. that no one was really happy for uh, Tate Rousey 3 because yeah. Yeah. Tate was outclassed so poorly yeah. in uh, two of them but I, I do like the appeal of the Holly Home thing and people have said you know what about the long game what happens if Tate actually wins Fair then enough. you've got interest in Tate yeah. uh, Rousey. Then there's a reason for Tate Rousey 3. Correct, exactly, yeah. yeah. And I, I would just... That would be the most beautiful thing to see Tate get all fucking smarmy yeah. on Rousey. Because Rousey is just... In, in tough, you saw their um, Tate-a-Tate, so to say. Their what? <laughs> Tate-a-Tate. <laughs> it seemed that they were friendly when they walked in. When she's walked in, it's like, oh, get out of here, shake hands. <laughs> That's right, because right. she, she actually replaced... Um, because Zingana was injured yeah. and she's like what are you doing here and then Misha Tate was kind of pretending that Rousey was getting pulled yeah because um, well, Dana threatened Rousey mm, that he was going to pull her out I can't remember what it was over something I'm going to uh, say probably money. her mum <laughs> yeah I can't remember yeah anyway but um, yeah no, their relationship deteriorated rather rapidly you have to say and just to to see the shit-eating grin that Tate would have if she had the belt and Rousey was asking for oh, it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It would be... You'd have Instagram posts end-to-end. The, end. There's no way that fight could make it to the octagon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's got to be Jones and Cormier yeah. type deals. At yeah. Every... Oh, you, they've got to be on separate press tours. Yeah. You couldn't have them in the same room. No. Nah. Yeah. It'd be fun to watch, though. Oh, yeah. oh, I, I would just love... To, like, I think Rousey's brilliant and I want to see her fight for a lot longer yet but she would be frothing at the mouth trying to just bite Tate's head off at way in yeah. which would be spectacular to watch I'd, I'd, I would love to see it mm. I'd like to see Ronda versus Brian Caraway. <laughs> 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 uh, they can fight outside uh, Misha can judge but the other um, important fight on this card uh, for that division is Amanda Nunes versus um, Valentina Shevchenko who's 
I'm assuming there's a big Russian wrestler. I've heard the name before. I think she had a wild fight in the UFC. I think, yeah, we watched it one of the other cards recently. Yeah. She might be fighting out of... There you go. Hawthorne. Right. Yeah. She, she beat uh, Kaufman, which is... You know, I, I thought she's Sarah a Kaufman. wrestler. She's right. still a medalist or something. Was Kaufman she still ex, a medalist? Ex-military? Uh, McMahon. Oh, yeah, McMahon. Sorry. Sarah McMahon. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I remember that fight. Uh, I thought... Um, Coming into it, I went, I know nothing about this chick, but with a name like Shevchenko, yeah. I'm backing her. Yeah. <laughs> Are you backing her in, in this fight against... Uh, yeah, US? she was impressive in the first one, but yeah. in her first fight against Kaufman. Um, but you could see that there was a, little, a touch of nerves or something. Yeah. She wasn't quite getting off on her combos. Yeah. Um, so I reckon second time, second run. She and I reckon right. the, the Russian... Nunes is no, no... You're right. She wasn't getting her combos off clean, but she was still throwing punches in bunches so well. And with the Russian-backed um, supplements program, she's right? <laughs> <laughs> got a red-hot chance. Yeah, fighting in Vegas might make it harder. Maybe it was that mythical first time in the octagon. People talk about you know, yeah. the jitters of the, the first time in the, the big UFC show. Cage. Yeah, well, I remember that in my first white belt tournament. It's uh, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I handled it, though. Don't go full spastic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lie, actually. My first fight at white belt i remember it went for about two minutes 30 and i was done i was yeah, just so it. tired <laughs> yeah. and like literally i won with by uh, submission and i think i was up you know 18 points to nil <laughs> so i dominated the fight i was done <laughs> i was spent i had nothing left um the other fight i like is uh, jim miller and diego sanchez you just talked Damn. about diego yeah that's uh, that's a that's an interesting one isn't it's it a bit of an I'm, old school one now yeah. I'm, on, yeah. I'm on diego for that one well, you know he's uh, he's going to give it everything. He always does. Uh, mm. Look, I, I'll say this about Diego: he looks like he's suffered some damage when <laughs> you get him on the, the microphone, and you can. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> so I, I hope that he's. Uh, I hope he's safe. It's also. I, I wouldn't say he's fallen from great heights, though. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to the microphone work. Yeah. 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 He, he seems like one of those guys who could punch himself smart. Like he takes one hit, he turns <laughs> dumb, takes one hit, gets back to normal. Which the difference is very minor. Very minor. Um, it's gonna be interesting, Tom Lawler as well. I got a oh, feeling it feels like Tom Lawler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't this his first fight for a while? I'm just gonna check this here because yeah, I don't know. He had one like, recent, not, uh, like recently. Oh, there you go. Uh, July oh, through. Okay, yeah. six months. Okay, yeah. So, but before that, if yeah. you have a look, 2013, uh, like. Uh, yeah he, he, yeah, he hasn't been super active in the last three yeah. years. So. So well, just, he's had one round in the last three, one and a bit yeah. in the last three years. Because um, I was thinking, he's one of the guys that loves to dress up for the for the weigh-ins. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's entertaining. Do. I like that. Yeah. So the Reebok deal, I thought this is this would be his second fight since the Reebok deal. It, it's really yeah. curving his style. I'm surprised. Yeah. He's going to retire after this. He's <laughs> yeah. just cramping his style too he much. He can still get away with some uh, piss farting about, though. You can try. Oh. Well, he was the guy that did the um, protein shake. No. No? Fuck. He, he did the, the Dan Seven uh, knockoff with the mustache. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, he'd yeah, always yeah, do yeah. a homage and to Buckethead yeah. to someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. It was, yeah. Um, it was always really interesting. But I remember he spoke about it and he was like, he was really pissed off because he had one lined up that he yep. wasn't always wanted to do. I can't remember who it was, but it was, it was going to be an awesome one. Anderson Silva coming with a heart on. <laughs> <laughs> But um, the other one was here about Cerrone who got fined for... He, he had a little bit of his old shorts and yeah. sewed them onto his Reebok thing. He got fined for that. Ray Nelson was an interesting one who, for the open workouts, got his kid on the mat yep. who had the sponsorship shirt on. So right. technically it's not him in the sponsorship shirt, but his Smart. little kid's there rolling around. And I think the uh, Dana had a word to him afterwards. But Cerrone got fined like 
five, six grand or something, something like that. for that one. Wow. Which is basically his Reebok check for that fight. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And Serena don't give a fuck. No. He's a cowboy. Yeah. Someone suggested that they get that little patch tattooed onto him. <laughs> <laughs> He's what like, you, you know do? what? That's not a can't, bad idea. Can't blur that out live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'd like to see somebody test that. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing that is going to be interesting is this will be the first time Anderson Silva won't be wearing his yellow um, B. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. So that's going to be interesting to see. Well, you never know. He might still wear it. True. Or, I don't know if he has the, the Connor rule. Yeah. Um, yeah. For him. Yeah. I was a fan of that. Like, I think they should allow the fighters a lot more individuality than what they're giving. Are, are you yeah. saying the Reebok deal's bad? Oh. Look. Don't be a goof. <laughs> well, <laughs> even with the goof. deal as they have it, surely there's an option for more than two sets of shorts. Well, you see now Rockhold sponsored by Adidas. So they're starting to come in. You know, well, we talked about this before. Adidas being the the parent company, it might it would be a very smart way to make Reebok test the waters kind of thing and make the fuck ups, and yeah. they have, and then Adidas coming like, all right, kids, all so, right. So Reebok is the scapegoat. Settle the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, <laughs> it's where they can get everyone's uh, nepotistic hires to, you know, cut their teeth on it, and then they can fuck them off to, I don't know, the volleyball section of Reebok sponsorship and. <laughs> Let the big boys play. Because yeah. Adidas are involved in wrestling, judo. Like They've got a, a martial arts yeah. uh, sector, I suppose. Yeah. So yeah. it would make sense to me that they get involved. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're a big company, sure. I mean, they even sponsored corn. So That's right. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Remember awesome. John Davis had Adidas um, kilt. Adidas <laughs> stripes down the side and shit. Uh, they must have sold hundreds of them. Flying off the shelves, they did. But they sponsored skaters as well for a while. So they're, right. they're pretty open to testing different markets and that. You just reminded me too, since um, Reebok have obviously got the deal with UFC now, which has forced Tap Out to go. They yeah. can't you know, uh, advertise anymore. You know who Tap Out are sponsoring now? No. The official outfitter of the WWE. Really? Yeah. Are they really? I think that's, yeah. interesting. Wow. that's, that's really good for them move. because yeah. the sort of people that would go and watch WWE are the sort of people that would wear tap out gear. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I'll they say, were, I'll say there's a lot of hate for the tap out gear, but the original like guys mm. that started it up were massive yeah. MMA fans. Yeah, great they, stories. Yeah, it's yeah. Some, yeah, go and Google it or whatever to check yeah. it out. But it, it's look, it's sad to see the uh, what has become of the, well, yeah. the whole the, tap out The image, image and yeah. uh, corporate branding they wanted uh, to sort of move sideways. But then again, they got to be millionaires out of it. Correct, so, they made yeah, money. Yeah. And, you know, look, uh, we've said many times, we'll fucking sell out in a second if someone offers us a million dollars. We'll we'll plug Reebok, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Reebok are tip. awesome, give me a million. I'll give you a tip, you get change from your million too. You'll to sell out. You get a lot of, you'll get a comma back, I think. Never mind change. Won't take a million. Um, well, we'll, st- we'll negotiate from there. Yeah, it was, it was interesting though that I saw that. Um, I thought, yeah. It is interesting. There you go. It's, it's a shame that Roddy Rowdy Piper's gone because then you could have tap out uh, kilts as well. Could have yeah. competed with, ah. um, with the corn ones. Yeah. Um, the other fight card coming up is Brisbane. I'm glad that we're getting you know a couple of fights in Australia each year. Yeah. And it means we get to see more of the Australian fighters, which are actually getting a bit of a reputation now. <laughs> yeah. Australian with, yeah. with uh, a bit of uh, air quotes around it. When they're winning, Asterix. they're Australians. Yeah. The Gold Coast yeah. Australians. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of asterisks, Hector Lombard, he's got a number of asterisks next yeah. to his name. But um, he, he's back against Neil Magny. That's yeah. a tough fight for both of them. One, Hector, it's a tough fight because they're going to be testing him. Yeah. yeah. And Neil Magny because Hector's, you know, Hector. a, a freak. Well, and you've got the uh, adopted Aussie and Ross Pearson as well. 
Well, um, yeah, he's misses his Aussie. Yeah. It's hot yeah. as fuck. Former Ringo. Yeah. Or it could yeah. be current Ringo, actually, for all I know. I and think- then he... Then you got the Aussie that people keep trying to palm off to other countries in Beck Rawley. <laughs> she's there. She is the most Aussie one on the card. <laughs> oh, shit, yes. Like, as soon as she opens her mouth, you're like Queensland. I'm like, yep. Yeah, she, she doesn't put on an act. Yeah, no. I was thinking like Salisbury or something like that. I'm shocked she actually has a martial art next to her name. It's not just martial arts style. Scrag. Scrag. Yeah. Well, to be fair to her, she was sort of the one that got into legitimate mainstream um, exposure for her Invicta fight. I think she's on the project yeah. and that. And Yeah, she did She did get a bit of uh, publicity. Yeah. And, and she's never said no to a fight. She was yeah. uh, often yeah. a late call-up and, yeah. and she turned up in the uh, the women's netball uh, uniform. Yeah. yeah. The Australian, like with the yellow top and yeah. green bottom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, to be honest, uh, some of the women's netballers probably wish they had that figure but um, yeah she she gave it her all and she got where she wanted to get yeah because I remember so seeing it it's like the first positive um, mixed martial arts story I've seen in Australian media mm. usually it was still the old human cockfighting yeah. bullshit angle yeah well I remember with the the tough season she was in there was her and uh, Astro Girl who were the two Australians yeah. and with Astro Girl you're always like Sweetheart, you're, you're an astrophysicist you can probably move do, away from do something yeah. else yeah, yeah. <laughs> move away from this and you know Continue with your day job. With Beck Rowling, she's like, sweetheart, this is as high as you're getting. This is it, it. love. <laughs> Keep in there, girl. You've made it. <laughs> you, this is your backup plan. <laughs> Winning the lotto was the first one. <laughs> um, and workers' comp was the second one, but uh, yeah, couldn't get a job. We'll get to the main event in a minute, but um, gee, there's a who's who it's of... It's a pretty good card. It's, it's, like, it's brilliant. Good. For Australian fighters. For Australian, it's got a lot of Australian fighters on yeah. it. And, uh, uh, Richard you, Walsh versus Viscardi... Andretti. I'm not going to pretend I know everything about these fighters, but based on their photos alone, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be one that they seem like the sort of guys will punch the shit out of each other and then grab a beer afterwards and then have another crack at it and then have another beer. It's going to be very interesting. How old is Richie Walsh these days? 28, I think. I'll, I'll check out from that. 27. 27. Uh, there you go. I thought he was a lot older than that. But he's been around a bit, though. Yeah. Um, but, you know, coming off a win. It'd be yeah. good to see a couple of these fighters um, actually fight in America. For a change, like because yeah. it, it is a little bit of uh, let's call it Anthony Parosh syndrome, which is you know <laughs> UFC comes to Australia. Yeah. Who, who do you want to fight? You know, we, we've found someone for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not a knock against Parosh. I mean, fucking hell, he had a great career. Yeah. Um, oh shit, he just retired as well. Just, yeah. just recently, yeah. you, know, you can't knock him. And look, being willing to to fight anyone, which is what Parosh would do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, you can't. Short can't, notice, uh, floor a bloke for having that much courage. Yeah. I got floored a couple of times, but well, you can't fault. Yeah. Fuck it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I tell you what, who I feel sorry for is Ben Ben Ten, um, because I thought you know he's coming with the yeah, great um, social media. You know, everyone's seen the video of him fighting the uh, the tattooed face dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's seen that. It's... Pretty much got a UFC contract off the back of that. Yeah, and then they put him in against Justin Scoggins, and Justin Scoggins' last fight, um, what was it, three weeks ago or two yeah, weeks ago? About that. It was one of the most disciplined fights I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, he did everything. You, you could see the plan in every move he made Yeah, um, on that card. There you go. When was it? It was, yeah, 10 days ago. Feb 6. Yeah. So it's two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and I think he said he's, he's going to win the belt this year, um, which, okay, that's... I think there's nothing wrong with saying that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And he knows it's not like, I'm not going to ch- challenge the champion next week. Yeah. You know, I want to do it by the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the way he approached that fight, you could see how everything was planned and he stuck to the plan to the absolute letter. 
Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I thought, okay, as soon as if he gets a couple more fights, he's going to be so dangerous. He's going to be such a threat in that division. Well, the thing is, too, like you're saying, he's disciplined. He's not in a hurry. Um, no. He is okay with dominating the whole fight and taking it to the judges, as long as he's dominating. And he was dominating mm. that fight from the get-go. Like, um, you know, everyone loves to see the knockout and or the, the submission, even if a fight is dominating. But it does take a disciplined mind to go, hey, things are going pretty well. I'll take yes for an answer. As long as you're not right like uh, Jacare Souza and think you're winning when the judges disagree. <laughs> Always a risk. Well, yeah. yeah, that is the risk. But when you've, you know you've definitely won yeah, yeah. three rounds, yeah. you can sort of uh, well take the easy option, I suppose. That um, doesn't involve getting knocked out. Do you know anything about uh, Johnny... Ooh. Johnny Case. Johnny Case. Yeah, he's uh, 26. He's six foot one, 155 pound. See if I scroll past the screen you can, read, so you can still uh, do it. Yeah, no, I, I, don't no, know any, I don't know anything about him. Jeez. Sounds like he's got yeah. an impressive record. He fought but, Rick uh, Glenn back in yeah. October 2012. So I'm going to say he's got a long uh, win streak. Yeah. But he's up against the Celtic kid. You've got to be a big Jakey Matthews fan. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I, I hope he wins. Um, I don't know. Uh, like if you're asking your bookie who says the favourite, but I'd like to see uh, Jake Matthews win. Yeah. yeah. He's only young too. Um, was he 20? Yeah, 20 something, yeah. yeah. He had that loss against James Vick, but yep. I thought it was a really entertaining fight for the round and a half I went for. Got caught in the guillotine. Yeah, it was yeah. a sweet guillotine yeah. too. But he was pretty disappointing himself, guys. You know, I was showboating a bit and I was pretty pissed off. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what I liked about the fight. You were there, you were ready, entertaining the crowd. He's 20. Yeah, He's exactly. coming off a win on the, the, the Melbourne card. Yes, he uh, is. So, yeah, it'd be good to see how he goes here. And like you say about a lot of the Australian fighters, see whether they can get a, a, a go yeah. in the States. So. Yeah. I think him and Robbie Whittaker are the two that have got that potential yeah, to really Rob do Whittaker's something. up there. Like, he's top 10 now. So. That yeah. fight against Uriah Hall. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Uriah Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Who just beat Masasi. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a big win. Impressively, too. Yeah, yeah, that's that, right. I, I that think was, that was big. for yeah. a three-round fight, I think that was one of the most tense decision wins I've ever seen. Like, yeah. it was just, it was always on the action yeah. in that fight. It was a great fight to watch. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I want another, to... another tough one, Dan Kelly. Yeah. Uh Against Bootface. Against, <laughs> I want Dan Kelly to win because he's Australian, but uh, he's against a, a young, yeah, legit, so. legit jiu-jitsu world yeah. champion. Yeah, he's cut down a lot of weight too. Yeah, yeah, he's remember that heavy, photo? Was he a heavyweight? He was, yeah, he was heavyweight. Um, fire, I remember he he came to Perkins. Were you guys yeah. there? Really? Uh, just after. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I, I roll, I roll with him. Uh, awesome. Oh, yeah, he's a big, strong guy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it was in a gear, so it's not like he was throwing punches at me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I tried my go-to sweep on him. I had this really good um, De La Hiva sweep and he just like, I don't know, he just like danced around it. Like I wasn't even there. <laughs> like he was a world champion. Yeah, yeah. like he was a world champion, yeah. living up to that world champion reputation. So, it's funny how they do that. Uh, yeah, tough, I, I don't know. It, look, tough fight for both of them, but hopefully it's a good one to watch. Well, and then you got, yeah, like you say, on the other side of it, Dan Kelly, who, what, is he a three or a four-time Olympian? Yeah. yeah something yeah. ridiculous like that. Uh, which is amazing in itself yeah. to you know go to the Olympics let's say it's four times yeah. fuck it that's yeah. um, Mal Banks I think yeah. he knows him and then not only so there's you know 16 years or, or 12 years of um, competition yeah and then to have an MMA career after that yeah pretty amazing still going. I think um, his knees are buggered as well he's sort of, of course it is. taped together yeah. but still going there giving yeah, it his all he does have a bit of tape I think he's, he's got a he's got two kids and I think one of his young lads is quite sick or it has a you know a condition or whatever that right. requires a, a fuckload of yep. care and whatnot. That um, 
that um, cause I saw it on the news. Um, yep. But I also saw that both his kids were wearing Hawthorne Guernseys. So, yeah. yeah. Got to get get behind Dan Kelly for this way. Put it this way, if it wins, it's the biggest win of his career. Yeah. Uh, yeah, quite but possibly, yep. It, but it almost stalls uh, Antonio Carlos. Yeah, because I'd like to see him uh, do well as well. So I don't know how you... Uh, unanimous draw. There you go. No. Unanimous draw. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be a middleweight that fight as well, which I, is a big drop for Blueface coming down from heavyweight into to middle. Yeah, and look, I don't know how this whole... Um, you know, no IV things. I don't know how that works yeah. for everyone, but um, yeah, look, hopefully they all make uh, weight healthy and things like that. It is interesting to see how they're going to cope with it. And I think that's half the reason Connor's gone up. Yeah, because I don't, it was one of those ones where I think it might have been against um, uh, Chad Mendes. Yeah. And he had an altercation with um, Uriah. Uriah, Uriah Faber. In, yeah. And. Mystic Mac looked like a freaking skeleton. Yeah. Didn't he? He yeah. just looked sucked out so bad. And I thought, ooh, that, I don't know how you bounce back from that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe the IV helped, uh, but I don't know how. He, he managed to do it for the Aldo fight, but yeah. maybe he changed his camp going in knowing it's, that he couldn't IV. So It's funny that we were talking earlier about Shane Carwin when he was um, doing his Q&As on, uh, on Reddit. And he was yeah. saying yeah. the fight against Lesnar. Like he did not feel good at all. Yeah, like, he said the um, the weight cut just took too much out of him. He's just yeah. dehydrated. And he said yeah, on the day of the fight, he's coming in and he's all amped up and everything, and he starts sweating, and then it just stops sweating because he had yeah. nothing, nothing left. left. Yeah, and he went, and that's why he said, you know that's tough when you got to it's two hundred and sixty five pounds. Yeah. Like, yeah. and he cut to that. My God, mm. he, he said have... he walks around at two eighty. He said he's fucking Neanderthal Jeez. for sure. Yeah, yep. those Neanderthal that's jeans, big dude. Yeah, and to be honest, that fight probably could have been stopped too when he was belting the shit out of Lesnar. He said, that, I need to stop this because I can't go. Yeah. And I think he made it to the end of the first round and he went to the corner and went, I can't feel my legs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. And then, all right, you can't feel your legs, go and fight Brock Lesnar for another yeah. five minutes. See how that goes. There's actually a rumor that he's wanted to come back. It, thinking I don't think it's a rumor. Probably broke. Not a rumor at all. Really? Mm. Yeah, and he got divorced as well. So, you know, oh, broke kind of goes with Gotta that. pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> but he is just massive. You remember seeing the. His hands, like you yeah. saw Brock's hands. Yeah. I mean, Brock's huge, and Carwin's were like like Thor's hammer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think they had to get special gloves for Brock, uh, XL fives or whatever. Yeah, but they had to get extra again for yeah, Carwin. 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 Yeah, yeah, crazy. Um, James Tahuna is fighting again. Did he have a little layoff? Um, not Cur- sure. Courtesy of the uh, the medicals, maybe he did. I can't actually remember. I couldn't tell you. I know he's um, training with Hunt. So actually, Hunt looks pretty slim down too. He did. He did yeah, look all right. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. He might not even need to cut weight. He might be like yeah. uh, Roy Nelson. Yeah. Uh, walking actually, in the tracky. Yes. He's coming under. Wow. Have a look at his uh, the last three fights that Tahuna's had. Yeah. Well, he's fought some some monsters. But, yeah, yeah. Some like really talented. So. Jeez, it's not many people that uh, remain on the UFC roster with uh, four losses in a row, though. Four yeah. first round. I was gonna say his last three losses have been in the first round. Yeah. Well, if you're going to lose, losing in spectacular fashion is better than grinding out a decision loss, you'd say. Yeah. Like, uh, they've shown time and time again that uh, fighters that actually come in and want to fight will be, uh, they'll have more chances than guys that are wanting to grind out. Yeah. Uh, like um, Josh Koshek. Yeah. He, he was bouncing off the canvas uh, so often, but the fact that he was willing to sell a fight and willing to fight in a fight. Yeah. Uh, kept his career going. 
Head butted the shit out of GSP's <laughs> jab. <laughs> well, then remember, um, oh, the English guy who punched him after the bell, uh, Paul Daly. Paul, Paul Daly. Daly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one time when everyone thought Koshek was the prick, and then yeah. that happened. They're <laughs> like, whoa, hang such on. a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Sides. We've all felt like punching Josh Koshek. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're going to fight again in Bellator. So. Oh, they really? Yeah. yeah. Be, that'll be interesting for somebody. Well, you know, it's pretty much the only fight Bellator have got left to sell off of the back of the UFC. I think after that, they're on their own trying to create their own hype. <laughs> what do you mean? I told you, Lieben's just signed. <laughs> they did have a big sign and they got uh, Ben Henderson. Yeah, that's huge. And, and the toothpick. Huge, yeah. yeah. And his toothpick. Yeah, yeah. Like, why the UFC didn't jump on Ben Henderson more, I have no idea. Well, apparently uh, they gave him a big offer if he got the belt. Yeah. And I think there was... That's right, I remember reading that. Almost, um, right. yeah, almost Back a bit of a slap. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, I love this main event, though, Hunt versus Mir, um, because I love the build-up they've had to it. <laughs> yeah. They're like best mates. They going are, everywhere. the radio interviews you're that talking was awesome. about. It was even yeah. before that right, one. Right, yeah. They had the, what was that, a compliment off. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Well, I don't think anyone could genuinely dislike Mark Hunt. <laughs> no, like, uh, no. the, his story going from Dana White going, mate, I'd rather buy out your contract than have you yeah. fight again, to being... Well, not quite. Well, he fought for the belt. Fought for the oh, belt. Yeah. He did fought fight for, for the, the belt. belt. And was winning that fight. Yeah. Until he copped a knee to the face. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, you know, that's a lot of people who cop a knee to the face can say that. But, um, and Frank Mir could have been absolutely anything with a few, uh, a few little things that went his way. Yeah. Like if Uber was invented earlier. <laughs> if he had yeah. done the long jump off his bike. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's one of the guys that I've loved watching fight because he can finish, you know, in so many different ways. And, yeah. uh, Oh, he, his finish a big knock yeah uh, not just finished him but by fist and by uh, snapping his, his arm, arm. Yeah, broke his arm I mean he has a submission victory over big knock and Brock Lesnar yeah yep. not a bad effort yep. two, two broken limbs as well he's busted yeah. submissions yeah. Uh, yeah. what's his name Silver yeah, yeah Tim, Tim Silver, Silver. Mm-hmm. I remember that Ooh. one because Shaq was at that fight yeah. and when the, the ref called it I, I want to say it was Herb Dean but I could it was be wrong. Herb Dean I think it was, yep. um, think it was. everyone's gone boo and Shaq's there like boo and they show the close-up the of the replay, arm, and yeah. you see it. It's on, it's on, pop. Yeah. And the ulnar and radius snap. And <laughs> Tim Silver's there like, I'll keep fine, I don't care. Yeah, I'll keep yeah. going. Oh, man, <laughs> he's still crazy. after he shat his pants, so... <laughs> 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 That's true. Who are you on for this one? Uh, I'm on for the puns, because there's a few ones there. Like, <laughs> frank, frankly, I think someone's going to win. Look for Mark Hunt to hunt for something. He's in the uh, hunt. Look, I... He'll leave his mark. Ah, uh, he'll yeah. see, he, he's he a just mere, keeps on giving. Yeah. He's he's a mere man though. Oh, <laughs> look at this! Look, I reckon um, if it ever goes to the ground, uh, Frank Mir. Uh, yep. But I think both of them like to stand up and punch each other, yep. and it could go either way. Uh, both of them have got knockout wins, but um, it's just hard to knock out Mark Hunt, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't think I it's even is. really that. Possible. I think you have to cheat. You have to roundhouse kick him to the head. Apparently, I'm going to say yeah. JDS is, is the, only, the only way. Yeah, but JDS yeah. is like or a knee to the face, a shaved beer that's not very well shaved. Yeah, and Frank Mir. He's one of the few top flight fighters who doesn't have a nickname. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, yeah good well, for a while. well, Frank, yeah. we'll help you out here. We'll, we'll brainstorm a bit. <laughs> um, you know, maybe. Frank, I should not ride motorcycles, Mir. <laughs> opening offer. Like we're willing to start a dialogue here. How about Frank? I look like Bam Majira on steroids, Mir. Yeah. <laughs> well, Frank the thought... goatee, Mir. He's always had a go. <laughs> he's got the tattoo across the belly. We could call him the Cuz. Yeah. 
The only thing is, after seeing all the um, UFC embedded or the countdowns, where everyone is just Frank Mir shooting assault rifles in the desert because <laughs> he has to protect his family. I'm scared to make any jokes about yeah. Frank. <laughs> I heard he does enjoy uh, the Frank firearms. Doomsday yeah. Prepper Mir. But the thing yeah. is, it's always like as if being a bad motherfucker that breaks people's limbs isn't good enough. You get a firearms. Yeah, but <laughs> you've got to protect your family. Got it. It's Frank Bang Bang Mir. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> if you're living That'll somewhere work. where you bang, need bang. an assault rifle to protect your family, just move. <laughs> Australia. But he awesome. seems like the sort of guy where you'd be having a beer with him and you'd be feeling great. Everyone's having fun. But as soon as someone says something and he goes quiet, you're like, all right, time to go. Yeah. Go on, go on home. Fuck this. Yeah. Things about to kick off. Uh, I actually do really like Frank Mir's uh, analysis when he's not fighting. He's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah he did some commentary for... Who was it? Can't remember one of the events. It might have been a UFC or it might have been a grappling event, but he was really, really good. I um, think it was one Metamorris, wasn't it? Could have been. I can't remember. I don't remember him doing a Metamorris. I could be wrong. I think he Maybe commentates for uh, a UFC, uh, not uh, an MMA. Um. He does the um, the fight uh, companions. Uh, he does a panel show as well. Oh, right. he, he did okay. do some though some commentary for a Something. mixed martial arts organisation yeah it's one of the, the lower ones it might be, it might be a world series of fighting I, or something yeah, I, I can't tell you what it is but, yeah. I find him a lot better than Brian Stan yeah um, yeah whereas Mir I find won't fill uh, fill air he'll, yeah. he'll only say what he means to say he won't yeah, right. uh, stretch things out yeah yeah uh, it's him and Dominic Cruz the, to bring us the future of analysis well I think Dominic Cruz is uh, daylight's behind Dominic Cruz yeah uh, I'm, still, I'm still a Bass Rutten fan yeah well the worst thing about, about Dominic Cruz was they actually got him on board to <laughs> do analysis for the McGregor auto fight of course gets knocked down the first punch like well <laughs> fucking that's Andy on it yeah <laughs> they're all excited about that too the, the I first was time it's going to be the three man commentary yeah. team for it I was like it's going to be awesome you're going to have Rogan with someone who can actually say something too intelligently <laughs> well yeah he understands what fighting is yeah. you know Matt Hughes and his brother used to bang each other behind the barn <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're going to miss Goldie when he's gone yeah I will absolutely 100% <laughs> what happened to him and uh, NFL like he, he tried to did he try and uh, commentate NFL there was something about that yeah, yeah. did anyone across that story I think uh, there was, I, did it go well or? I remember I think the, it went shithouse oh, like, really okay. bad apparently <laughs> I got to say, I remember there were lots of rumours about it, um, and then I think he did uh, one Monday Night Football or something like that. Some of that, and he's still doing UFC, so I think that okay, gives you a fair right. idea of where that went. Right, say no more. Hmm. Yeah. So we can we can put Frank Bang Bang Mir to to a vote. Yeah, sure, that'll do. Or Frank the Tank. Oh, Frank the Tank. I like uh, that. Or Frank Inferta Mir. <laughs> He's got to come out for Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got to. I tell you, he's already got his theme music picked for him, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll put some people off. Like, Big time. Um, yeah, you, you can't threaten fighters anymore. Because, I mean, you can't threaten Mark Hunt. So he's gone the lovey dovey angle. I'm just saying, go the extra mile. Yeah. Well, that's why it was funny when they, had, right up. when they had that uh, compliment off on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Mark goes to Frank, he's like, you've got really nice teeth. fucking you remember that when you're trying to knock him out (laughs) what about what about Tim Frank Frank, Tim Mir Tim Mir Tim Mir but no (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah no I'm I'm kind of spent so bang bang or the tank yeah yeah it is rather tank like what do yes. you guys think, though? Who do you reckon will take it out? 
I'm on Mir, to be honest. I think Mir's got too many weapons. Uh, yeah. I, I, if I can see him taking it to the ground as plan A, because if you're finding Mark Hunt, that's that's your plan. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, or maybe throwing a hot dog on the ground, uh, waiting for uh, Hunt to get it, and then you know taking him out, uh, or bribing with KFC. Either or. <laughs> The only thing is that Mir has been confident in his boxing and a lot of fights where he was fighting yeah. other strikers. Yeah. And he will get pressed against a cage and he just can't take the hits. Mm. Like even when he's trying to block him, you I'd just say, see him get through and... I'd say can't take them anymore. I think he's yeah. gotten worse. Oh, I don't think anybody gets better at getting no. punches, do they? At heavyweight. I, I don't know why... Uh, look, I, I don't know what uh, Hunt's record is, but surely everyone's it's game 11, plan 11 is... 10, 11 and 10. Yeah. Take him down and submit him. But yeah. that doesn't seem to happen. Well, he, he is quite good at basing yeah like he, yeah. obviously he must have good takedown defense but um which is pretty much uh squat I'm just yeah trying so to think. i don't remember him getting submitted yeah very often. uh fedor fedor well, submitted him let's, pretty sure in pride let's, let's be fair fedor submitted a lot of people i would have th- i would have thought um you know it would have there would have been a, a few more submission losses for him but there you go. um 2010 was the last time he submitted there you go yeah more sussy Gerard uh, Musasi fought him. Uh, Sean McCorkle. Uh, yeah, so that that was in Dream. They had some uh, odd. Uh, they had yeah. some odd weight classes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is Japan, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, was say, I think they were on the honesty system there <laughs> yeah, right. for a lot of it. You tell uh, us what you weigh, and we'll, we'll go with that. Well, you know, the freak show I'd, division. Yeah. It's a bit harsh. They were very well organised. They even knew who was going to win before the fight had started. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway, look, I, I reckon again, I, I, you're looking for just a, a good fight. Um, and I'd be happy with either one winning. Yeah. 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 I, there's no bad guy. In this yeah, fight. exactly. Yeah. yeah, Which is why it's I like that their build-up. It hasn't been, oh, fuck you, no, fuck yeah. you. It's, you don't need to. Yeah, I to. think it's been refreshing, but, but interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. The fight sells itself. I'd still yeah. say if it goes beyond the, the second round, it's Mears. I think he's got the better conditioning by far. Yeah, you say that. I, I agree. But it, just to do devil's advocate, he did do five rounds with Bigfoot. It was yeah. a couple yeah. of years ago, though. Yeah. Oh, he slimmed down. And look, doing five rounds with Bigfoot is no small thing. Don't get me wrong. Especially, Especially the way they did it. Yeah. to the tits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. His testosterone level was three million to one post-fight. I th- yeah, I it think was Silverback Gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, I, I, I'm on Mir. Um, and I'm getting good odds at the moment. Hunt's the, I think, $1.84 favourite. Really? Yeah, mm. Mir's paying like $2.90. Yeah, local audience. Yeah, yeah, maybe which that. you know makes it good if you're wanting to get a little bit of value. Yeah, I think I'm on Hunt, but it's going to be whether Mir can take him down and he doesn't put his back to the yeah. cage, which has been his big fault fighting strikers. So, while Hunt is the favourite, uh, Hunt by submission was about forty to one. Yeah, it's mm. not going to happen. Um, yeah, that's not happening. I wonder <laughs> if it's going to if it's the small cage or the large. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cage. Like, because that could yeah. make a difference. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. It's if it's a, a small cage and he can clinch. Well, yeah, a fucking gonna, reinforced one. Yeah. Mir's got a better chance. Yeah. But, yeah, be interesting to see. Yeah. yeah. Do you reckon Mir's just going to run around in circles for the first round? Mir's not that, he's not that nah, keen to run. Nah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he likes to walk forward and keep his head yep. still. Yeah. And is he changed stances now as well? He did, because uh, he had a new striking coach. Yeah. He said, you're striking so fucked up, it's easier just to teach you as a Southpaw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I remember there was talk of him changing his stance, and uh, he came out and uh, and uh, knocked someone out. Yeah. Quite spectacularly Looked after changing. pretty light on his feet was, too. But, yeah, I can't remember. Uh, yeah. He does a sort of guy, though, that he doesn't seem to take it as seriously as he probably could. Like, he seems just sort of wondering, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, I guess I'll fight. Yeah, here we go. Oh. And then once he's in the cage, he's switched on, but... He just seems, I don't know, like he, he's mentally checked out sometimes. He's also, he's not an animal fighter either. He's calculated yeah, yeah, in yeah, a yeah. cage. You're right, he's switched on, but he's not, you know, oh, I'm going to run through him, I'm going to kill him. Well, yeah. the only time I remember seeing that was the first fight with Lesnar, where he was he felt disrespected uh, yeah. by this pro wrestler coming into his yeah. his uh, domain and then proceeded to leg lock him in and get the, the win. You call mm. fucking knee bar? <laughs> yeah, you got the return fight, you know, it didn't have such a good showing, but... You ate his strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we're getting close to wrapping it up there. Sure, no so um, before we let you go, uh, Liam, um, since you are our official legal correspondent now and you made us do the Essendon um, Asada case, <laughs> in a word, how's our appeal going to go? Uh, well, look, I didn't even know uh, what the story is. You're telling me they're Just, appealing? Yes or no? Yeah. Uh, 100% chance of getting up. I think um, I, th- I think their their case is whatever the Latin word is for yeah nah <laughs> yerius narius <laughs> we have it officially there is I'm running with that I can't prove it wrong all right thanks for coming Lynn thank you see you guys yep. cheers head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.